You just licked it? Yeah, I'm licking it now. to an ABCD of gaming. I'm Chris and I'm joined as always by Adam. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You okay? Affirmative. Oh, that's good to hear. Full of the joys. Um, oh, you just told me you're a beef casserole, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, uh, and also we are joined by Dits. Hello. 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 You all right? Hello again. You found me again. Said, you, you came back for more. I did. I came back on your back. You came on my back. That's good. Yes. That and you good. rubbed it in. I did. So, would you Would you uh, wash it off or would you let it go dry and then pull it off? <sighs> Who are we asking? I, I, I'd well, probably let it go dry and like keep it. <laughs> 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 Have you have you ever shot your load on your belly? <laughs> <laughs> Probably by by accident. Yeah, yeah. Younger me, when you're figuring it all out. Oh, oh, my eyes. I don't know where that came from. Anyway, <laughs> only when you're going for an audacious arc when you're laying on your back and you fire it up in the air and you're trying to land it in your mouth. That's like a game, and yeah. you're trying to get it over the headboard. Yeah. Well, you figured when I was little, I was good at crossbows and catapults. So what's the difference? I'm sure I could catapult jizz into me gob. Oh, crossbows oh. and catapults! You know, I've been trying to find that for my kids. It's just not possible. No. What a game that was! They probably wouldn't do it now because there's, there's risk that some child could get hit Health in the eye. Safety. <laughs> yeah, a, a kid will get hit in the eye or something, and they oh, you can't do that. You can't have little treats in your breakfast cereal anymore because some little kid might fucking swallow it. Well, they still sell fucking Kinder eggs, don't they? Well, you couldn't have it because it, it it would give you a sense of competition. Eh? So it, oh. that, so it just have to be like crossbows. That's it. You just get a, a setup of blue or red Vikingy people, and you just fire things into a blank space. Oh yeah, they'd have to be non-specific yeah. because you might be having a go at the Vikings. That's true. Yeah. You know. uh, what is a barbarian? You know, are we are we just classifying all enemies as barbarians, yeah. which is obviously bad against those people. Well, it was Wolf from Gladiator, wasn't it? He was the barbarian. Yeah, that's true. He was a barbarian. He was, yeah. wasn't he, on the Commodore 64? Yes. Well, or other, other superior platforms were available. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Maria Whitaker. Oh, God. 
What a oh, no. Wolf. no, which Wolf one I'd rather go with? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. How are you both doing anyway? I'll ask Dits first. Sorry, that's a ri- actually. I should say uh, Ben is uh, is is not with us. Uh, um, he's not dead. Oh, that makes me sound as if he's dead. But <laughs> he's not dead. He's probably killed someone. <laughs> he might. No, he's very zen these days. He doesn't get angry. He doesn't get wound up about stuff. You know. Um, that's, I, lies. I think that's lies. He's rummaging around sniffing knickers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or or licking someone's arsehole. That's that seems to be his thing. He loves licking arsehole, mm. doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it's not. That's, you know, you get yesterday's food, didn't you? You can tell what they've eaten. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> you never know, do you? you have to ask them. We really Where'd must. You go? We really must find out how many times someone's farted in his mouth. <laughs> it's not really my thing. I must yeah. admit, licking arsehole. I, I, I just, I don't know. Things come out your ass. Don't they? Don't go in it. That, that's my kind of philosophy on it. I don't know. I don't know what yours is, or is it just, just me? It is dancing my with the devil. Were, uh... <laughs> hey. My descendants were, um, you know, explorers of all <laughs> holes and crevices. And <laughs> so I think for my people, I will, I will just, just stay quiet. I suppose. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, Dits, you've you've been through a bit of a traumatic experience today. How, how is it? Yeah. How are you? Uh, it's not, I'm okay. It's alright. They, they put it back on. Um, no, <laughs> I, I went to the dentist today, which was a good idea. Um, it's just a bit of, I don't know how hard it is for you guys. Are you with a dentist? Are you registered? Yeah. So uh, last May, I think it was, so like the beginning... Riveting talks. I know, I know. <laughs> at, the, at the beginning of lockdown, last May, I had a crown come out and for oh. months I just had a gap in my tooth. And I didn't have... I didn't, a tooth? tooth. To- <laughs> you know what? Fuck off. What's a tooth? My, my, What's a tooth? My tooth. I, my, okay, uh, I uh, had a gap in my tooth. <laughs> Uh, well, I didn't get any pain. I wasn't getting any kind of discomfort. But I just, you couldn't get into the dentist for love and money. They just weren't taking people unless your face was falling off. Um, right. Basically, you know, unless it was an emergency. And again, I could have lied. Because <laughs> how, how can they gauge whether I'm in pain or not? But they qualified it by saying, is your face swollen up? Um, and it wasn't really. So it was kind of, well, no, sorry, because of COVID, we're not taking any 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 patients yep. or whatever so i was like okay fuck it whatever anyway so beginning of this year again i phoned them up no and it's like christ this is getting on to for a year now that i can't get into the bleeding dentist i mean it's ridiculous so i went to a private one because you know <laughs> they'll if you're willing to pay they'll fucking do anything um so managed to get that sorted and um yeah but getting back into the like nhs dentist was a nightmare so yeah that was sorry i had to ring no, no, I, I had to ring for over a week every day at a specific time at 9.30 in the morning because there may well have been, because I wasn't registered, there may have been, a, they have one appointment apparently a day, so I had to ring every day at that time and I'd get through at that time on multiple days and I'd go, yeah, it's gone already. I'm like, no, it hasn't, <laughs> you bastards. Yeah. Uh, but finally, after over a week of trying, they let me in, um, put me down as an emergency and I was like, well, what happens now? And they were like, well, you're not registered. And I kind of just talked them into registering me which was good. Well, they weren't happy, <laughs> but I, I made them do it. Um, but they made me pay for it. So basically today I had a wisdom tooth out, a filling, um, and a scale and polish, and they managed to save another one. Ooh. It's another wisdom tooth. They didn't have to take two out in the end. They saved one. 
So that was a fun time of about an hour and a half sitting in a chair with all the drilling and all the all the fun stuff. And they do that thing where they ask you questions and talk to you. And I'm just I just you can't do anything. You're just drilling away. All this crap's flying everywhere. There was literally blood everywhere. It was hilarious. Uh, like you know the light that they shine on in your face. There was blood all over it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like because it's COVID as well. They have to full on like they were putting gloves on gloves with like a you know they put like a big like anorak kind of mm. thing on. Um, the big full-on masks with the two respirator bits. I was like, fuck, this is mental. It was, yeah. Because I don't think anyone else can use that room for the rest of the day. They have to go in and fully like sanitise it and clean it, mop the blood up off the floor. You know? <laughs> it's like... It was brutal. Absolutely brutal. But I'm surprisingly okay. Like, I, th- I thought I'd be... like They injected me about six times, um, yanked the bugger out, uh, and then she was like, oh, that's a bit odd. You've got another tooth behind your wisdom tooth. I've got another tooth, like, in my gum at the top. She's like, that's a bit odd. So, yeah, that, that was my day. That's weird. It's a bit weird. I've got extra teeth. I'm like a shark. Maybe they just grow. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it is weird, though. When I went, I went in to have mine done, and it's like, you got a full-on fucking hazmat suit. And it's like, shit, mm. this is a bit scary. Um, you know, I'm only, having, I'm only having my crown put back in. Um, so, yeah, but... I don't know about you. It, it's that doctors and dentists. I mean, the, trying to see a fucking de- doctor. I mean, you might as well not bother at the moment. It's just well, the thing. It's the same with the doctor. That they're like, so are you really ill? Yeah. Like, on a scale of one to ten, are you, are you are you dying? And you're like, I fucking wrong the doctor. You know, <laughs> it was like I'm not just going to ring you because I want to just go speak to someone. I'm ringing a doctor. Also, I don't know. That's your job to tell me. Yeah, this is it, isn't it? It's a bit lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. But yeah, that was a, that was a fun experience. Um, I, I can, you know, everyone's got to go through it, I suppose, at least once. It's when they're taking that tooth out, like they use like a, they they dug around it and then they like kind of wedge it a little mm. bit. She was trying to get underneath it to yank it out. She couldn't do that. Then she had to inject me a couple more times, and then got like this device, and they, she was like cranking it back and forth. Ugh. Uh, oh, it's great. <laughs> couldn't, cool. couldn't feel anything. Yeah, but you hear and really feel the crunches and creeps. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And then it just pops out and you're like, oh. Mm. oh. God. Look after your teeth, people. <laughs> Anyone listening, look after your teeth. <laughs> well, when I went, they said that I might need fucking braces. I mean, I'm nearly 45. <laughs> just, wh- <laughs> why? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Uh, you know, oh, it'll only cost about three and a half thousand pound. What? What? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, thank you. No, I'll just, I'll let my teeth fall out. It's fine. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I must admit, I, I never used to see. I'm, I'm on it now with the kids. You know, I'm constantly at them. You know, in the morning, brush your teeth, and they just don't want to do it. And I can't. I, I, I get it. I get it. You know, to a certain degree, it's just whatever. But. When I when I was a kid, I, I probably didn't used to brush my teeth very often, um, and even into my teenage years. And I mean, I used to have quite a lot of sugar, you know, with uh, I had two sugars in tea and whatever. So, and then I think I got to about I don't know eighteen, and I had a toothache, and then I went to go to the dentist. <laughs> Shut up, it's t- tooth, tooth, whatever. Um, and so I had to go, and it needed to be pulled out, and then I needed nine fillings. Uh, and <laughs> but she never went. Because I never you? went. So 
Yeah. You know, that, that is the moral of the story. Go, you know, you said, look after your teeth because, uh, you know. But then, do you want to be one of those toothless old people going, yeah, 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 come here, <laughs> sucky knob? I don't know, maybe that could be quite fun, actually. It happened to me. Um, <laughs> unfortunately. But is it is it cheaper to get false teeth than it is braces? Because if it was like, say it was like, I don't know, a third as much, you could get three different styles of false teeth for the same price. You must be again from like B and M or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get everything else. Just head down. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, that no, it's been a busy month actually. Like yesterday was uh, Leo's birthday. He was five years Aww. old. Oh, so we took him out. What did, what did you do? Uh, we 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 went to the, this sort of naturey kind of place where they had like a big play area, uh, and he could run around and be a lunatic and like family and in laws and stuff. And it was good fun. It was good fun. Lovely day in the sunshine, just running around, eating food and being a lunatic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you have any nice presents? Did you get him anything nice? We are, it's just Lego everywhere. Mm. He's very, he loves his Lego. So like everybody bought Lego sets. Yeah. Um, and we got the one, you know, the fake Lego. Oh yes, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. 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 I've got this one called from Oxford, apparently it was. And we started to build it and there's bits missing. Oh mm. no. So it's like... Fuck fake Lego. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the thing. It's riveting stuff, everyone, I must say. Uh, <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, but yeah. It, does he build it properly? He, just, he loves, he loves he all that stuff. Stick it all together. Nah, he builds it properly. He does. He likes to follow the book. Obviously, you got to help him a little bit, but actually, he's. You know, his hands are pretty good at it, actually. Yeah. We built a little horse and cart and all this stuff. But we wanted to get, like, more of the plain stuff. Because you buy all these sets, and it's like you build this fucking moon buggy or something, and then it's, that's it. That's all that will ever build because all these specialist mm. bits. So we just sort of we got him lots of just here's a four piece, here's a long one, you know. It's not it's not cheap, is it? Lego. It's not cheap. It's no, not cheap. Lego's proper expensive. Yeah. And we're off to Legoland in August. Ooh, brilliant! In Windsor. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Wayne's just come back from there. It was his 40th birthday on su- uh, Sunday. <laughs> he went to Legoland. He got on his own, did he? He went to Legoland. Yeah. <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> you know, he used the excuse of having two young boys, but, um, you know, yeah, he went to Legoland for his 40th. Oh, he didn't go on his own? No. Right? <laughs> <laughs> It'd have been fun. He's <laughs> off, off south, but, you know, bye to the wife and kids. I'm off to Legoland. Um, when was his birthday? Uh, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah. same birthday Six. as Wayne then. Well, yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. He's born on six six sixteen. Yes, very good. Nice. Wow. Um, Demon. So and and everyone else is right. Family's okay. Everyone's good. Yeah. Yeah. We had our anniversary as well. It's been a busy month. We had our anniversary. How long? It's well. We went away. We went away. Ten. It's our nine, nine years. Ye- it was. Yeah. Well, of course it was because you got married. Oh, you went on honeymoon just as the podcast started. Did you? Near the same coin. Yeah, that was it. Here you go. Here's the keys. Off you go. <laughs> you went to Florida, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, this one we stayed pretty local. We went to went to Spain overnight at a place like a manor. Also, which made me laugh because I think you've done a similar thing, in yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah. You went to that. We played at a place called Sprouston Manor, which is literally just down the road, um, and it was it was all right. It's a bit posh and shit, but yeah, it's nice to get away for a day and. Uh, just you and Alicia, no kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Ooh, kids. Lovely. That's nice. Some some nice hotel room extravaganzas. Yeah, sleep at seven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, get a good night's sleep. Yeah, 
That's it. Actually, it was a shit night's sleep. It was so hot in the room. Mm. Like, we were we were melting. We had this lovely suite. You had, like, a couch and everything. Um, and, like, we were laying in bed thinking, oh, it's going to be lovely. And then we were all just waking up in the night just sweating. And we were like, fucking hell, there was no air con because it's an old manor yeah. house. So like, shit. <laughs> don't, don't go there. <laughs> we were like, we'll go fucking Premier Inn next time. <laughs> be a bit cheaper, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it would be. It would be. Ah, well, anything else going on? It's like you said, you've had quite a busy month, haven't you? It has been a busy month. It's funny, isn't it? When we don't do a show, like, every week. It's like, yeah, you actually did something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, 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 that's it, really. So, that's that's me. Good stuff. What about you, Adam? What have you been up to? Well, to, to curb the trend of doing stuff in the last month, um, not a lot, really. Uh, generally lambasting humanity for existing still, because everywhere is just a horrible place to get to at the moment, because of people. I don't mm-hmm. like people anymore. I wish they'd all die. But, um, yeah, not everywhere's busy because no one's fucking off abroad. Do you get anywhere? It's like, oh, do you fancy going to the beach? Yeah, we'll go to the beach. What time do we need to leave? Probably about six in the morning. Um, yeah, we did a Yarmouth seafront morning and it was heaving. We had to park like fucking 45 minute walk or whatever from the actual. Had to park from at your house. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'll just walk from here. <laughs> Mad. But yeah, no, not not been anywhere anywhere specific. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not out of the ordinary, anyway, because we often go to walky places or whatnot. Uh, trying to think what else I've done. Oh, I bought I bought a drone because I thought I'd become Ooh. one of them sort of people. Oh yeah, you sent uh, some videos of this. What what, yeah. bought, what bought this on? Um, pervert, P- pervert. You know, perving on your neighbours. Yeah, but they're a bit noisy. And I don't know, not my neighbours. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> It's like an, an old couple. You don't really want to see her vagina. Uh, well. <laughs> beggars can't be choosers. Websites for that, exactly. No, I don't know. If you, if, you can sit in, if you can sit in the lounge and you can hear the flap, flap, flap as she unrolls her labia through the wall, <laughs> not something you want to see in real life either. Lovely. But no, I don't know. I just, uh, I just thought... I keep going places, keep taking photos of things. You go somewhere and you go... It's just the same photo again, but just a different time of year. I wonder if I can get one. I get something so I can get a different perspective. Are you going to strap like a GoPro to it? Um, Whatever it is. Uh, no, but I know what you mean. There's a little thing. Nah, no, it comes with a. It's got a camera on it. Good enough. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough. Good enough. So do that. Well, I haven't quite had the bollocks to fly it as far as it will go yet because it will go a long, a long, 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 long way. But uh, you're only supposed to fly it within line of sight. Which is about four hundred meters, apparently, but apparently. no one listens to that, so they just crack on. But yeah, 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 I do get a slight sinking feeling when I'm thinking, "Where is it?" And you pull up the map and go, "Oh, there it is, right." And then try to figure out your way back again. Although it will come back to you. How long till we can robot wars these things? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Like build an arena and just have them shoot the shit out of each other, like missiles and that would be guns. Good. That'd be really, like electric nets. I don't know. We can, <laughs> electric we, nets. <laughs> fuck those. <laughs> you can't do the like the oil slick in the sky, can you? Um, <laughs> chaff. Is it chaff? chaff? Yeah. Chaff. Yeah. Chaff. You could. That could be great. Like an indoor drone battle arena. Yeah. Chaff. I'd go you see that. Chaff grenade in Metal Gear Solid. Um, I think so. Probably. I think he's not just farts in a box. That wants to sort of scramble like electronics and things like that. That's the EMP. Oh, okay. I'm sure there's a chaff. chaff. is what they fire out of planes and it like smoke. 
I might be. Yeah, like to up. get rid of heat-seeking missiles and stuff. Like I know yeah, what I'm fucking it. talking what about. They do in the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what they do on film. <laughs> I'm going to type that in. Press the chaff, chaff button. grenade. There we go. There yeah, is chaff grenade. Metal Gear Solid Four. Used oh, four. Oh, isn't there, I've isn't never it? played four. Oh. Used to confuse oh. scarab unmanned weapons. Uh, scarab. Though it's un- it's less effective against the gecko. <laughs> there you go. Well, I suppose yeah, a lizard would beat an insect. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Does that apply to real life as well? So if I use one against a gecko, the gecko will remain unflinching. <laughs> Just looking at you. Yeah. The fuck you doing? Uh, yeah, chaff grenade. It is. You're right. Is it? Right. I've lost the EMP. Then that takes out electricity. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, chaff grenades consist of That's small aluminium or aluminum for our american listeners strips no, al- aluminium yes that are specifically al- designed aluminium. to confuse radar frequencies and normally used by aircraft to fool missile radar there you go Ooh. hold on little aluminium what do we call it uh, strips you learn something when you listen to us yeah so like so I, you don't want to breathe it in then i don't think i don't know you, so it's one i remember throwing them to sort of like when you're running past the camera or something some cctv are we, we are, are we talking real life now? Not in real life. <laughs> During your roustabout days in Dudley. Going out Robin. So, so how much was this drone, if you don't mind me asking then? It was some money, yeah. Okay. Expensive? Oh. Yeah, it weren't cheap. Oh, right, okay. But I went, no, I did my research and found one that's got less restrictions because the government don't like them, surprisingly, and there's loads of restrictions on them. So I went for... Come on, what YouTube channels are you now following and... Um, I, no, I watched a load of stuff leading up to it, but I don't follow them now because, no. end of the day, it's you know if you've played a computer game, which I have, then you should be able to fly one. Really, as long as you don't act like a dick, you should be okay. Is it like an Xbox controller kind of thing with it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah, basically an Xbox controller. You have got your, your your phone slots into the top, and yeah, two sticks. Got trigger buttons. Ooh. One's for your gimbal. That's cool. One's for your gimbal wheel. One's for your shutter. All very, very nice, very nice. You just have to get used to the fact it's quite weird when you first start it because you're just convinced everyone's looking at you, but no one really gives a shit apart from your person. Goes, what are you doing, mate? Or what's that? What's that? Fuck off, old person. <laughs> <laughs> so you do what you do? Take it over the fields, or uh, where where do you fly it? I take it. I take it most places. I don't necessarily fly it most places. Cause that's the thing. It's small enough that you, you can technically you can fly over people. You don't have to. You can't fly over a crowd. Although the definition of a crowd is just somewhere where people can't get out of the way. Mm. But that's it. Do you have it like follow you? Uh, like it's your own personal drone. It doesn't have the tracking. That's the one thing. I was oh, hoping they'd put that on a software update, but that'd be cool. Because that could like, just fly over your shoulder. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck you. You can, you can have you can have that, but that's about six hundred quid more. Oof, wow. Or four hundred quid more, five hundred quid more. Do you have to put a tracker on your? I suppose it track your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. You have to put like a microchip in your neck. <laughs> <and then flies. laughs> I can find it if I if I crash it, but I haven't crashed it yet. But it goes it goes quite quite far, and it's yeah, it's cool. It's just a bit weird. Do you have to have a license for it, or um, you have to register it uh, if it's under two. 249 grams, you don't need a specific license. Wow. So when you do, when's the first annual meet? Are you going to like the... You know, they, they must all knock, knock up to some place and be like, oh, hello, we're the drone convention. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a I place... Paint, I painted my drone, you know. Yeah, I know there is a place, like a, like a flying club, 
uh, in oh. this area, but I have I have no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> rather than rather like heroes oh, of World I War Two. I use II. the uh, titanium <laughs> yeah, blade. Exactly. <laughs> I've got a 4K camera in mine. Yeah, uh, I I have no wish to join any society such as that. <laughs> Because oh. all I think is, all right, if they get together and they fly in the same place, all they're doing is increasing their chances of crashing into each other. Mm. I just have to talk to them as well, and I'm not bothered. I don't want to talk to people about it. If I was into, <laughs> if I was into soldering, I'm not going to join soldering club because I would, or lathe, like if I had a lathe and I was making chair legs, doesn't mean I want to communicate with other lathers. If that's such the, if that's the term, lathers. <laughs> Hmm. Very are cool, you though. interested in lathing? Are you, are, you, are you thinking of buying a lathe in your later years? <laughs> I think you're asking for like the drone, but not, no, not particularly a, a lathe. No, not really. Why not? No, make... that's the spinny one. Yeah, isn't it? I like them. Yeah. I used to like them at school. You could turn anything into a chair leg. <laughs> oh, you could get attack, older. Attack it with a chisel. Does that mean you could get a big joint of beef and you could make a beef chair leg? I'd be like a giant kebab, wouldn't it? Yeah, just shave Whoa. it off. So you, got, you can have a, a chair of meat. Oh, they've been doing it wrong, haven't they, in the kebabby all these years? It should be sideways, shouldn't it? Oh, brilliant. Oh, I'm going to open a lathe kebab shop. Lathe kebab. The fastest kebab shaver in where I am. Whiz through that It's thing. just spinning around. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. It's meat flying everywhere. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Catch your own meat. I'll just go mad in the corner and I'll just shave this big leg down to nothing. All the strips of meat flying over my shoulders, and they have to catch your own meat like it's a funhouse game or something. Cool, cool. That sounds great. Mm. You been up to anything else? Anything exciting? Uh, um, I've watched some stuff which I can't remember half of. Um, you should join Letterboxd. You can do it for free. I mean, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit like IMDb, except you know you can log your films that you watch you can review them you can follow people does it do it automatically no you have to type the name in it's oh, god you're fucking what, effort man. why why would you why uh, I well I like it because uh, obviously doing the entertainment show it helps me to keep track of what I've been watching but um, yeah it's just I don't know I, I quite like it as well it's it's fun yeah, but that's only because Dave gives you some Guatemalan horror romance film to watch or something <laughs> Yeah, I did watch my first Bollywood film because he recommended it. Which ah, it's quite fun actually. It's quite. It's basically about this guy. Were you dancing? There was a bit of dance. I wasn't dancing. There was some dancing in it. There was. Uh, it's about this guy. He gets killed by a gangland boss, and then he gets reincarnated as a fly, and uh, <laughs> yes, he he comes back and <laughs> the Indian fly. Yeah, it's funny. It's it is quite funny. Oh, that's great. Um, but yeah. I've seen some of their action stuff, or well, I've seen clips of anyway, where it's just like ridiculous, like muscle man just picking up cars and throwing at people, things like that. Have you not seen any yeah, of these? Yeah, no, I've, I've seen clips of them. They are wit. They look fun. They're just fighting like a hundred yeah, people. Yeah, no, they are quite fun. Uh, but that's my first one I've ever watched. So yeah, it's weird because like you watch them and then just people just randomly start singing, dancing. You think, what the fuck? It's not a musical, is it? but then your mind, you know, kind of switches on to the fact. Okay, I'll go with this, whatever. Um, but it, but it is a musical if, if people do that, and I hate musicals. No, but that's the thing. See, if you're watching a musical, you can you're waiting for it to happen. You know it's going to happen. But if you're just watching, say, a, a film, and then they all all of a sudden just sort of start singing and dancing it's like oh this is a bit weird um but, but and all the songs sound qu- quite similar as well that's probably quite so i probably shouldn't say that but you know what i mean uh, <laughs> do they all look the same as well? <laughs> <laughs> bloody hell sorry oh dear 
Anyway, um, so yeah, God, Karen, save me. Have you done anything else? No. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, you're fucked now, aren't you? I don't know. I've waiting for you to dig me out of a hole. Well, uh, I never uh, write down the stuff I've done. I never write what I've played. Oh, okay. Um, well, what have you done then? Have, you know? Well, I was going to ask either of you, talking about films and stuff, have, have either of you watched the new Mortal Kombat film? I have. Ooh, I haven't. What did you think of it? It was... It was alright. I, I quite enjoyed it. It was a good B-movie. Yeah. You know? And it had, it had loads of references. Like... Every other scene was like a random kind of ah, oh, that's from the game that is, yeah. and like the the Kun Lao fatality was nice and yeah, I didn't like the new character they introduced. Mm. I think he's a bit shit, um, and like Liu Kang was about ten years old, which is a bit weird. Um, but no, I thought, I thought it was quite yeah. good. I thought the fighting was really good. Um, yeah, Sub Zero. I, I think they did a good job with with the content. <laughs> Yeah, I liked it as well. I thought it was, like you said, nice and cheesy. But then I liked the original Mortal Kombat, you know, um, very cheesy. I didn't like... They did change the lore, though, didn't they? I didn't like that. That, like, you're born with a Mortal Kombat... Yeah. Like, tattoo thing, and if you... It's like the Highlander. If you kill them, you become a Mortal Kombatter. So it was a bit... Yeah, and you have to discover what your hidden power is. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, Kano is, is he shoots lasers out of his eyes. Uh, you know, it's he's, that's kind of his thing, isn't? It? Good. Yeah, uh, was, he, was Jax in it? Yes. Yeah, Jax is. Yeah, he just. Yeah, that was a bit. So weird. does that mean his special move was to get his arms ripped off in a horrible accident and get them replaced? Well, they. Yes. Yeah, he, he gets them replaced with like shitty ones, and then his power is to make his shitty arms better. <laughs> He's a mechanic then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of like, you know, in Terminator when Arnie strips strips the sort of like flesh off his arm or whatever and it looks all spindly and mechanical. So it, it's a bit like that to begin with. But then, you know, he, he when he discovers what his hidden power is. He levels yeah, up. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And, and then they become all muscly and, you know, buff or whatever. But uh, no, it's quite fun. It's quite a fun film, you know. And it's quite violent as well, which is nice, you know, because it's fucking Mortal Kombat, isn't it? Some good fighting. Good fighting scenes. I love yeah. them. Um, I suppose the biggest thing I've done since we last spoke is I ran a marathon. Uh, next. Which <laughs> Fuck you now. Um, which I'd, I've been training for for like three months. Um, I had no intention to run a marathon at all. Like last year I ran my first half marathon and then did ended up doing a few. And then, um, you know, when lockdown started, I think that's when I properly started running. And then um, Tom... He uh, signed up to a marathon in May. You know, this was at sort of towards the end of January. And I just thought, okay, I'll do it with you. you know, like virtually, like he'll do his, his marathon and I'll do mine. Uh, and then, um, yeah, just trained for it really. And like I said, three months worth of training, which that was the thing that put me off doing a marathon. It's just the amount of training. But then I thought, well, I'm running nearly every other day anyway. So I might as well. Well, you did it in one go, was it? Or was it like over a month? What's that? The, the, the marathon. Uh, yeah, no, did it one go? A, I'll do a mile today, and then <laughs> <laughs> I've run a marathon. Then, yay! <laughs> I've done it, yay! Um, no, no, I did. I, I, so the the thing with it well, was done. I I'm I wanted impressed. to try and do it in under four hours, which was like a personal goal for myself, just to see if I can do it. And um, uh, so the f- this is going to sound really weird, but for the f- for the first twenty miles. I I'd felt fine, you know, didn't have any real pain or discomfort or any problems at all. But the last six miles were, were tough, you know. It was like 
it's not it wasn't just the physical aspects of it you know because you, you kind of your body obviously aches a bit i felt sick for periods of it you know what i mean you just kind of feel tired and drained it was like you, your mind's telling you know it's like almost like a mental battle you know it's telling you just where where were you running was it like a big one no, was it just like on my own it was like my, my own oh, my own up. route and so there was me doing it for the first 14 miles and i have to give a massive shout out to adam not you adam you, you're a lazy fucker uh flying your drone um oh, yeah. this, now i have to thank adam from midlife gamer podcast who also uh runs a lot and uh, we follow each other on strava and whatever and obviously through podcasting i met him at you know the midlife gamer meetups uh through egx and, and all that kind of stuff so um he said uh, i'll join you i'll run the last 12 miles with you you know and uh so he met me um 14 miles into it and then i don't know if i'd have got through it without him to be honest with you i think it was just you know that having somebody with you and the encouragement to keep you going did you do the whole like rocky three thing when you're like jumping around and hugging each other i, I tell you what <laughs> it, it's a weird thing like you know because like i said that the, the the toughest thing for me was like just getting through the last six miles because i tried to break it down in my head because realistically it's just over 10k four 10ks you know and running 10k is nothing to, you know you so if i it was like kind of well let's just break it down you're only doing four 10ks okay you're doing them all at once but you know try and get that through your mind but then the last six miles it was like i never thought i'm going to stop and i'm going to quit i can't do this it but it was definitely a case of i can't i don't feel like i'm getting anywhere like time seemed to slow down i was like not you know didn't feel like i was getting very far and then so it was like um i I, I then broke the end down because i knew the route obviously because i've run run it before you know in different sections so it was kind of like well okay you felt tired 500 meters ago so and you still got through it so you can get through this next 500 meters and then when you get through that and it's like you you said that a thousand meters ago so it's like now you can get through this so that was kind of just breaking it down mentally for me was just the so anyway got to the end i didn't know how fast i'd done it because i didn't check my watch until i actually you know it said you've done you've run a marathon whatever and then when i realized i'd done it in three hours 52 minutes which you know was uh really good Good. And then, um, you know, it's so then 15 minutes or so after I'd stopped, I thought I was going to have a stroke um, <laughs> because my fingertips were tingling. Um, my teeth felt weird on edge. I couldn't lift my left arm up without it hurting or aching. Did you unlock your special ability? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I got a pain in my neck. Um, which was weird. I felt sick. I just and I crumpled down on the floor, and I just thought oh, I'm going to die. Something's not right. Um, but then you know, slowly you kind of get back to normal and whatever. Um, but yeah, and I didn't pick up any injuries or anything. I, I took my sock off and realised I got a bit of a blood blister. But that, that was the <laughs> only on thing. Your cock. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but the, then did you run through like the city centre? Did you go past Molyneux? No, no, no. I, I, so uh, the, the route I planned... All the people cheering no, you, running up the stairs. No, I, I thought you did a proper marathon where you get a number and there's no, people no, no. and stuff. So what you went... Uh, yeah, I don't mean you didn't do a marathon, but I thought like an organised event type thing. Yeah. So you just like running past old women eating chips and it, so stuff. So pretty, pretty much 
it, well, there was nobody around. I mean, you know, other than some close friends and family, nobody knew I was doing it because, you know. <laughs> were they on the they route? They were beeping in their cars, driving <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, it was like, so I, um, the, the route was mostly um, canal towpaths, old railway tracks, um, a bit of road, and, and behind fields and behind a golf course and all sorts. So it was like, you know, just kind of broke it up. These routes I've have ru- run like you know, but in separate sections, so they're not you're like twenty six point two miles, and it was um, so yeah, and then you know you kind of you go from elation, being a bit scared because you think you're going to die, to then uh, you know having a bit of a cry because you know you're quite overwhelmed with it all, and then you know just feeling like knackered and yo Adrian. So yeah, in ter- <laughs> so in terms of the Rocky thing, uh, yeah, I mean yeah, obviously I had my music and I did have the Rocky theme on there, you know. Of course you Because all you do, you need. You got yeah, it. You yeah. got it. So, um, but no, I'm I'm really glad I did it. You know, and then I thought, like, you know, after just after I'd done it, I was like, I don't want to do that again. I was fucking hell. But now I'm looking into doing like a proper organised one this time round. You know, just to nice, just so it's uh, like actually get a medal for, <laughs> for doing it or something. <laughs> um, so yeah, that no, was. Good. And they're the Great North Run or whatever. They, well, yeah, it is a thing. I don't know how many miles that is, but obviously they did a London Marathon. I think they do Birmingham, but uh-huh. the, the, at the moment I, there's no. I, they do one in Wolverhampton, but I don't know if it's uh, it's normally September. That, but there's not, they're not taking any bookings or anything at the minute. So, is it called the Wolverhampton Run? Uh, uh, sadly, not. No, yeah. but um, did, did you have to cross any pedestrian crossings? Um, I, no, I had to, we had to go across main roads a couple of times. We had to, like, yeah. you know, had to run. Well, did you? I mean, if you couldn't cross, did you have to? Did you jog on the spot? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> so you stopped running. You just keep going. Oh, yeah, no. You, you, it's like, I mean, that's the thing. See, at one point oh. when I had to cross the road, there was loads of traffic, so we ended up probably stopping for about thirty to forty seconds. So, I mean, I probably could have done it a bit faster. Had you know, had I not had to stop, and and also I got cramp in my hamstring, which is never pleasant I don't know if you've ever had it it's like you feel like your muscles going to snap in half sometimes yeah. if you get cramp in the right place uh, or the wrong place depending on which way you look at it and so I had to stop for about a minute just to swing my leg around and just try and get it back into into gear I was cramping up in my calves um, but managed to run that off but yeah so anyway I'm glad I've done it and, and like I said I just want to because Adam you know he's, he's listened to us for years obviously when, since we did the same coin and everything so yeah. and it's like he said to my missus uh, you know it's like we've basically had like a one way conversation where he's listened to me f- over the years and, and you and and Ben and, and Adam and whatever and uh, you know and, and so it was cool just you know sort of meeting up with him I guess and that's awesome cool. yeah that was good yeah so yeah that was did you bump (laughs) (laughs) well if my missus hadn't been there probably I would have tried it on but is that how he got you through the last couple of miles he's running just behind you with an erection (laughs) hanging out of his shorts if you slowed down then you'd insert I think because he's been I don't know if he was doing it because like you know paying homage to to the show but he kept farting on me when we were running round nice you know he'd run in front of me and he'd cock his leg up and fart in my direction I was like Jesus Christ how slow were you going Joe (laughs) (laughs) you should have ran through that fart straight away (laughs) oh god but no it's anyway that's um, that was my I suppose my highlight of the no, good on yeah. you. Like we had a guy at work, he did the London Marathon, and all his toe, all his toenails fell oh, off. Oh man! <laughs> like they, like fucking. He showed us, he's got no toenails on his feet. They're all just like blood. This that was horrible. 
Horrible, horrible. It is. I mean, it is pretty brutal. Like I said, um, somebody told. I think it was Alan. Actually, he said that he he knew somebody running a marathon. It's like you don't really train for the first twenty miles. You, you all you're training is to get you through the last bit. You know what I mean? It's because, like I said, mm. if you'd said or if I said to you, like say last year, or whenever. Uh, running 20 miles was okay you know I'd have thought you were you mental do you know what I mean I, I've never run that far in my life um, so and then but yeah anyway I bet now with you though with a crowd because if you do the London Marathon there's people everywhere and I go yay I bet that will give you more yeah. if you said, I mean you probably find it easier. yeah well that's it you know like people have said to me you know if you can do one on your own you can do one like a proper organised yeah. event you can you should be able to do that yeah, piss so, yeah we'll see anyway but um yeah, I think. Fuck you now, get you. I know. Look at that. I mean, it's like I'm 45 next month. Um, so, you know, it's it's, you know, I'm quite happy with that. Um, you know, I mean, considering when I was in my 20s, I used to smoke 20, 30 a day. I, you know, used to drink quite a lot. Um, and you know, I guess going from that to to doing a marathon, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. You know. Give it 10 years, you'll be getting all that growth baby hormone off the internet and you'll be all, like, mega buff. Injecting his balls. Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway, enough of that bollocks. Uh, anybody else, have you got anything else you want to chat about or before we get into the games? Fucking 45 minutes, we haven't talked about video games No, yet. we've got E3 and all. Fuck me. I know. Well, yeah, by the time that I've edited this and got it out, wow. probably E3 will be over, but... Would have happened by then, wouldn't it? But yeah. We can have a chat anyway. See, see if we're right about our predictions. If we've got any, hey, predictions. Okay. <laughs> just, just make it up. Spring this out on you. Anyway, right. Mm. So let's Video have a little games. break, and we'll come back in a minute. Bye bye. Over and over, I relive my first moments on this alien planet. crash, the attack, my death, the crash, the attack, my death, trapped in this endless cycle, even death is no escape. Each time I awake, this planet seems somehow different, as if changing. This world is becoming part of me, infecting my mind, my memories. The longer I spend here, the more I can feel my sanity slip away. But I cannot lose hope. My only choice is to keep fighting. To keep looking for answers. My only hope is to break the cycle. Before the cycle breaks me. Now we're back. Right, video games. Let's go alphabetically. 
in reverse order. So oh, we'll, we'll go with dits first. Uh. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah, I've, bought, I've been playing a game quite a bit, actually, mm-hmm. and it's not my typical kind of game, and I really fucking like it. Uh, it's a multiplayer online shooter um, on all platforms. I believe it's on Switch as well, PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Um, but it's not your typical shooter. It's Knockout City. I've Have you seen this heard game? heard and seen of it. Heard and seen of it. I've heard of it, yeah. <laughs> it's Dodgeball. Um Dodgeball meets Jet Set Radio, Ooh. kind of um, a bit weird. Um, you, you're, you're, there's a lot. You're, the aim of the game is that you, you have a dodgeball and you, you throw it at the other person. But you're in kind of an arena where you can jump, you can double jump, you can glide as well. Um, but it's not like a big sprawling battle royale kind of thing. It's a closed arena, um, and you, you get two hits basically. If you get hit once, you lose a life, or you lose one pip on your life. And if you get tw- hit twice, you get killed. Uh, but then you come back in, and it's game modes like first team to 10 uh, wins or it's all against all or it's hit person and then collect the items that kind of stuff and it's, it's your typical you know shooter but what it does really well and what I quite like about it is you don't really have to aim like there's a lock on system where if you hold down the button uh, and you can see someone like a target like appears on them and you could just let go of the button and the ball will automatically target them mm. Uh, and what you've got to do when you when that happens, your screen will flash red, and you can see where the ball's coming from. It'll have a little line. And if you right-click or press whatever button, you could if you get the timing right, you catch the dodgeball, and then you can throw it back at them, and it levels up, it boosts up, and it gets more powerful. And you can like unleash like an ultimate and all this. You could also pick up your friends, or you pick up the other people. So you can jump into someone's hands and you can throw at them at people and normally like a dodgeball will only take one pip off but if you hit someone with a person it'll take off like a full life mm. and it's really fun it's fun to play because you don't have to worry about because I'm shit <laughs> basically it's shooters <laughs> most of the time like I play a shooter and I poke my head up and then oh fuck I'm dead you know and, and it, I find that quite it gets really annoying sometimes because like, I get a skill level basically I can play like a Call of Duty for a while then I'll hit a wall and like I'm just, I'm just not never going to be that good enough. Uh, but with this, it gives you more chance to think. Right, tactically, I'm going to poke my head up round here. They'll think I'm going to throw at them, but actually, I'm going to go around the other way and not worry that I'm going to get sniped by some twat with it, you know, on the top kind of thing. Um, so it allows you to, I think it, but not by taking out that thing as a big thing you have to worry about. It allows you to position yourself better. Um, no, I'm really enjoying it, um, and it's cross-play. It's got the usual like leveling up and getting outfits and crap. My only this the only thing which I don't like about it, I think it looks shit. Mm. <laughs> you see what I mean? Um, it's got like a dis- it's got an art style, but it's shit. The environment's nice, but I think the characters are dreadful. Um, they're this like. Wait, do you ever play Fusion Frenzy? <laughs> Back in the day. Ooh, that rings a bell. What was that? That was on the Bill Gates' favorite game. Xbox. Yeah, it was like Fusion Frenzy on the Xbox. I think they did a two on the 360. Like that kind of shit 90s future TV show kind of thing. Yeah, I'm looking at a video of it now. I can I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It, it just, they look wrong. Like the characters just look shit. Uh, and they're like, it's, there's something, it just doesn't tick any of my style things where I'm like, oh, you, this could have looked really good. Um, but it doesn't matter too much. You know, like you've got, the gameplay is really good. It's fun to play, and there's shitloads of people playing. So, like, you can you can get into a game really quickly. I think you can play it for free up to level 25, and then you can you have to buy it. Um, 
And yeah, it, it's a you know, there's not like a big expansive story or anything like that, but it's a fun sh multiplayer sort of shooter, uh, which I think could be the next big thing if if people keep playing it. Mm. So I don't know. No, it looks good. It's uh, eighteen quid, I think, is it? Um, if you buy it, yeah, something like that. If it's on origin access bullshit as well though oh is it because i've got ea yeah. play on the playstation but i must admit i didn't know if this was part of that i think it is on that yeah i think if you've got the xbox one as well it's it's because i've got it on through pc because i got the pc xbox whatever you get the origin stuff so yeah it was all on there that's good i didn't pay for it no <laughs> <laughs> who'd pay for video games ridiculous no um no, I'll give that one a try actually, because um, you know it's uh, you, it's always fun to look for games that you can just have a quick blast on. Do you know what I mean? Rather than invest half your life in. Um, yeah, I put about five, ten hours into it. It's one of those ones where I'm just like, normally I drop off and I'm like, oh yeah, it's done the whole like five levels, got a gun. But I'm I'm actually having fun losing, hmm. which is kind of cool. You can just jump around and have fun with it, and because there's no. There is comms, but I just mute everyone because fuck, fuck people. Um, but there's no, like, but you can't hear people on the mic giving you shit and there's no text bit saying get better or whatever, you know what I mean? So it's just fun. I'm just running around killing people. Mm. Is that because, um, not splat, well, kind of a bit of Splatoon, a bit of Rocket League. It's a bit Splatoon, yeah. yeah. It is a bit Splatoon, a bit Rocket League. It's kind of, yeah, those meet each other. It's weird, and it's from the people who made fucking the Mario Kart game on mobile. Yeah, I just which is really weird. Yeah, which <laughs> is really weird. Yeah, uh, but yeah, and the EA has obviously snapped them up and gone. Let's go. Well, it's d it's done better than it, what was? Is it Destruction All Stars? That shit. Mm. <laughs> that was that was good for the first day, and then it was like, oh, this is there's not a lot here. Yeah, I was just going to say that because I I only really played the tutorial of that, and uh, I thought it looks interesting, but. I think could probably get old quite quickly. Uh, but th the characters in that just didn't do anything for me either. I just looked at them and no. thought, yeah. It, that's the only thing, like, with this, the characters and like, all the clothing is, like, it it's either looks like Michael Jackson thriller or, like, everything's, like, weirdly effeminate. It's, it's fucking weird. It's all modern, isn't it? Um, I don't get it. I just want to wear, like, you know, a T-shirt and jeans or something, but I have to wear, like, a, a thing that looks like a crop top on my boy character. It's like what is this shit? It's very weird. It's very weird. But I suppose that's that's the world now. Yeah. I, don't know, I questioned Bill wearing a crop top in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He pulled that off quite well, man. Yeah. He did well. I'm sure Corey Haim wore one of the Lost Boys as well, but mm, he had pictures. Yeah. He had posters of men up, but I did not. I did not understand what was going on. Yeah. Wasn't there another? Was there a film we watched uh, for our? Uh, spotlight shows and there was somebody wearing a crop top was it, was it oh, um, I don't know you you had uh, class of 1999 where I thought that person was a boy till about 45 minutes through the film and it turns out he was a sister she was his sister yeah now there was um, what's his name uh, oh god Sean Astin I'm sure he had a crop top on in, oh, in Toy Soldier yes yes I think you're right yeah yeah uh, so Samwise Gamgee yes is uh, does Alex play this at all no, I've tried to get him to look at it, and he's like, no, no. <laughs> I want to play Roblox um, <laughs> and Minecraft and things like that. So, yeah, I did say about that, yeah, but I'll, I'll talk about that another time. Mm. 
Oh yeah, because doing his videos, isn't he? He's doing videos. He's doing videos. Yeah, yeah. that's good. No, no, that's wicked. Well, you can pimp out his uh, his channel and everything later on. Uh, is you he? Is he just? Is he doing anything like planned for audio or uh, you know video? Not yet. I'm trying to. This is basically so. Yeah, what we're talking about here is um, my boy's. He's he's a bit of a shy one, and he does like his technology, likes his games and things. And I thought actually a good thing for him would be to kind of. You know, he loves his YouTube, so we made a channel for him, and he did some videos. I showed him how to edit and things like this, and he's he's done from that first one. He's edited him all himself, wow. which, are, which is quite impressive. Yeah. And he started to learn Photoshop and things like this. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll show. I'll help you with all that. Um, and yeah, we I want him to keep doing them so that eventually he will use his voice, and you know, it's just getting that confidence up, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, because Lucy's. I mean, she's uh, nine in uh, what was eighteen days time or something like that, and um, so and she's just. She'd love to do that kind of thing. I think that's the thing, isn't it? You know, kids, they just they watch YouTube videos all day. They just want to be a YouTuber. Um, so, and, and I'm kind of, I'm looking into the, like a webcam or something that she can have, uh, you know, just to sort of make her own videos and whatever. But I'm just thinking maybe just to do the voice for now. Because she's like that. Yeah. She, she's all mouth when there's no camera or there's no, you know, there's nothing in front of her, like a microphone or whatever. But then as soon as you put the microphone on, she's like, goes up she clams up you know what I mean so just talk just talk shit it's all good yeah uh, you could yeah. get them together to do a podcast <laughs> that could cool. yeah the, this is it. the next generation the next generation there you go <laughs> <laughs> cool well I, I like the sound of that I must admit um, it does uh, does sound good so uh, I'll, I'll definitely check that out because like I said I've got EA Play so mm. yeah might as well I tried it with the console I did try it with the controller fuck me it, it, it was uh, mouse and keyboard all day long really yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I know some people play like Doom and stuff with the kit with the controller. I'm like, well, I, I don't understand how you do it, but I feel you need to be fast. But it's one of them. Mm. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll go next then. That's all right. Because I know Adam. I think ours are going to cross over a little bit, aren't they? We've got, probably got a couple of games that we've we've been playing, not together, but uh, you know. Yeah, we we might be doing the same hole on at least one occasion. So, right, well, I'll give my first impressions of Returnal, which is the latest PlayStation exclusive, Um, and I haven't played a great deal of it, I must admit, so it's probably not going to be a massive in-depth review. Um, So, uh, the new game by Housemark, who did, uh, well, what games have they done? There are a lot of indie games, haven't they? Um, Resogun. Resogun. Is it Next Machina? Next Machina, I love that. Mm. Okay. Which, uh, from what I've read about them, is that game, or, you know, the pl- couple of indie games, whatever, very addictive, very easy to pick up and play, but, you know, there's a bit of depth behind them. Um, is that because Next Machina didn't do very well for them, that's when I think they went in a slightly different direction and, uh, you know, decided to go down the route of uh, Returnal, which. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about it because it's like a full price game. It's 70 quid, I think, if you buy it from the uh, PlayStation Store, which, uh, you know, I think has put a few people off because, I don't know, they, they, you know, it's well, it's a lot of money, isn't it, really, for, uh, for a, a video game. Um, and uh, I don't like that 70 pounds thing. That's... T- I get it. I get games have got to get more expensive, but it's hard to buy it, isn't it? Brand new like that. Yeah. Mm. So um, it's one of those. I had no real interest in it whatsoever, and then the reviews started coming out. I was like, okay, you know, it's getting some good reviews, so I'll, I'll check it out. And I got to, again got to thank Pete for, um, you know, sort of uh, hooking me up with the game or whatever. But it was so it's a third person um, 
arcade action shooter um and the story is you crash land on an alien planet and uh it's randomly generated so you know you're never going to play the same game twice uh you know you may go to similar environments but the way that you approach the game is going to be different when you die and you go back to it and i don't know if i'd class it i mean it is a roguelike uh in in some ways um so I suppose talk about the combat and the feel of the character and everything. It's like I said, it's got typical sort of third-person action shooter. Uh, you know, you, the movement's quick, it's responsive. Uh, you can dash, you can jump, you get pick up different weapons. Uh, you know, and you can pick up different buffs and things for your character, which you know help you out. You don't level up in the traditional sense. It's your weapons that level up. So um, you know, you find weapons, and again, they can be random. You know, you're never going to find the weapons in exactly the same place that you found them in the last game. So when you die. And the, the the whole thing with the story is is that you know you, you like say crash land and have you ever seen that film Triangle? Um, it's it, it's one of those kind of films that maybe some people haven't seen, but it's worth checking out. It's oh, I forgot, is it Susan George? It's got she was in Home Home and Away, and she's been in a few other things. So anyway, the story behind that is that. Um, I won't spoil the twist, but basically she goes on a, a like a, a day out with, with some friends. There's a mysterious ship that comes in, and they end up getting on it, and then somebody's going around killing people, and uh, things are happening on the ship, and it's like she's reliving the same day over and over again, and there's, there's like I said, there's a, a twist in it which I, I won't reveal, but this is kind of the same thing. So it's like when you die, you can find echoes of the previous characters that you know or you essentially previous versions of you that have, have lived this life and it's sort of breaking that sequence a little bit you know it's how you, you know so that's the story that's so it's quite intriguing you know quite like that and then there's different challenges that you can unlock you know throughout the game um you know you don't have to do them they're optional but there's rewards that you, you know you can get from doing them there's um there's a sort of bit of a like a body horror type thing going on as well because there's parasites that you can find which can give you pop positive and negative effects and it's again it's that weighing up whether or not you you know you you go through them um so but the whole thing with the game is that you can put it into suspend mode um you can pause it so it's not like dark souls or anything like that but you have to keep playing essentially because if you switch the game off like put your console into um into like uh not rest mode the opposite just turn it off basically um you will lose your progress and you'll have to start all over again and it's so i saw people moaning about that and they were going to try and implement something have they not yeah. done that yet no apparently it's from what i've read it's not as easy to for them to to do that for some reason i don't know exactly why but it's so and again it's but that's a choice isn't it that's a design choice at the start yeah they know, they know what these things are like so, so like the first level when I played it, uh, you know, immediately impressed with the combat. Feels really nice to play. To you know, and and the enemies they have patterns and attacks and stuff, so you can learn about those. And you know, you're going through, and so it does feel like it's quite a skillful game to play. It's not overly punishing what I've played so far, uh, you know. But you 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 will die. You know what I mean? It's just obviously you're just kind of getting used to the game and all that. Exploration is nice. As again, it's got that whole, uh, you know, the, the whole of the map is opened up to you. To a certain degree, but there's certain areas that you have to either get a key or you have to do something before you can go back and return to it. So, is is it bullet hell? Um, all the videos and stuff I've seen for it is like someone's got the three way fire. You know, you got line weapons coming after you. Yes and no. I mean, that's so. Uh, if again, that's the other thing is if you, so when you attack enemies and when you destroy them, uh, then your weapon 
builds up its power. So that's right. the other thing as well. So, but when you get hit, you lose that, and it's like you, you must go like back, back to your basic kind of weapon. Um, you know, uh, unless you, like I said, it, it levels up over time and, and and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot going on, I must admit, and it kind of felt a little bit overwhelming. Other than the the actual kind of like just uh, I suppose initial get you know get your hands on the controller and play it, you know, which was fun. Uh, so again, it's similar to their other games. You know, that although it's an easy to pick up and play game, there's a, quite a lot of depth behind it, which it doesn't necessarily explain to you as as well as i perhaps would have liked it to but no that's not uh, that's me that's you know not the fault of the game so. well, did you ever did you ever play a game when i was when i've seen it I, I was close to picking it up and thought i don't know if this might just make me tear my hair out um do you ever play a game on the it's an old one again original xbox called gun valkyrie no i've heard no. of it though it's an old sega one and again that was like a character you could dash and boost everywhere and shoot lots of aliens coming at you um I don't know. It, it looks cool. It, I think there's something about that seventy quid. Mm. I know you can get it cheaper. Uh, where I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. But it, it looks amazing. You know, it does look really nice. It's reviewing incredibly well. I don't know. I don't know what it is about. I'm, I've got a block with it for some reason. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got the same problem. I know I'll like it, and I, w- <laughs> with the way the game is, I'll get a fair bit, a fair bit of game out of that. But for some reason, I don't know why, like Ratchet and Clank's coming out and I will buy that and it will be the same price and it will be shorter. Hmm. But I can't put my finger on why I didn't pick this up. I think I, it, I, look, I look at it and think it's going to get cheaper fairly quickly. Maybe it's just got a small yeah. tail on it. That could be that in the back of my head. Hmm. Will it be a PS Plus in a couple of months? Will it? Yeah. There's always that, I suppose, in the back of your mind. So, But it's, it's one of those where... Um, so... The, the you said this in that the last show that you did. You know, games are come out and and a lot of the time they have patches that can be broken. So you know, I was playing through this, and I th- the whole point of this game is like, like I said, it encourages you to continue playing. You know what I mean? It's like you're doing a run through an area, and then it will take you into the next level. Like so, there's a boss. You know, and if you get through to the boss, then you beat the boss, you go through to the next level. But if you die, then you do go back to the very beginning. However, you don't have to run through the whole of the level again. You can run to, if you like. The, the section that takes you through to the next level so it's like it's not like bonfire kind of equivalent uh, again I haven't played enough of it to, to I suppose fully realise that yet so anyway I got to the second um, level I was doing right and then th- there was some patches that come out because uh, I tend to leave my console on rest mode anyway so it looked out the patches but it fucked up the game so essentially everything I'd done up to that point it then didn't save it so I, I, I'd, I'd lost everything so that's kind of thrown me off it a little bit and there's been a few other patches since the game's come out and I thought I'm not going to play it now for a month or whatever I'm just going to leave it and then hopefully it'll be all patched up and then you know because like I said the, the point of the game is that you know if you can't you can't shut the game off. You know, you can't turn it off to then go, oh, I think I'm going to play something else now because it's it. it you will lose everything. You'll lose your progress and whatever. So, um, however, saying that, the one thing I suppose that I'm not too upset about is because because it is randomly generated, you kind of think, okay, well, at least I'm not going to be playing the same level over again in some ways. It's going to be slightly different to the, the, the first time. So overall, very enjoyable. Looking forward to going back to it. Um, it's got a few little bugs and flaws and whatever at the minute, so I'm just going to kind of leave it. But um, in terms of a, just a pure arcade-type a- action shooter, 
it's up there you know it's it's a really fun fun game to play uh intriguing story um i i don't know what the twist is apparently there is a twist and it it, it fucks you over um so it makes the game harder than it actually already is so maybe that'll nice. but i don't know what that is um it's apparently it's got a good um ps5 controller thing hasn't it oh yeah that's the other thing so the, tr- the the controls like with the the dual sense yeah so that's so again it, it, depending on how far you push the triggers will depend on different actions that you can do um you know and things that happen and it's, so yeah it's it's really good you know the implementation when they do that well you know it, 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 do that right it works well it's i'm looking well i'm not looking forward to it because every if you seen like a lot of the ps5 trailers now like you say haptic feedback haptic feedback <laughs> haptic control yeah like fuck off all the all the trailers next week are going to be that aren't they <laughs> yeah well well the, the apparently the the uh new playstation vr headsets gonna have some kind of haptic feedback in it so i don't know <laughs> that's good as long as i can strap it somewhere <laughs> so yeah uh, recommended i would potentially suggest you know like you know like you've said wait for it to drop in price a little bit if you you know if, if you i mean it's like it won't be long before they'll knock 25 percent off it or you know 30 mm. percent or something like that um souls is like 10 percent off isn't it at the moment it's like there you go <laughs> enjoy what's that Demon uh, Dark Souls is like uh, sixty quid yeah, now. Is that yeah, the store? yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean that that's that's fucking awesome. But that's a big game. Yeah. Anyway, that's Adam. Over to you. Mm. Uh, I went back and knocked one out. Uh, not one out. Not one Ooh. off. <laughs> off my pile of shame, kind of. Um, I went back and played Control. Oh. Um, I don't know if either of you have played this. Played the start of it and then I don't know why I stopped. I, I've tried to get into it a, f- a, f- a couple of times and it just didn't click with me at all. Yeah, so it's made by Remedy, uh, Alan Wake, and what else have they done? Max, Max Payne. Payne. Max yeah. Payne. Yeah, it's a similar kind of thing, third person shootery combat type game, and it for me it suffers with the same problems that I've had as I had with Alan Wake as well. It's like they have in essence a good concept for a game they put loads of effort into the story and the lore and everything surrounding it all but then the actual plot of the game uh is not great and goes on too long and it ends up being a bit of a damp script and there's lots of little problems that if they spent less time putting collectibles in that explain something else about the lore of something that's going on he could have ironed out some of the, the basic gameplay problem, gameplay problems. I think. So yeah, you you play. I think it's Jessie Faden. She's uh, looking for her brother in the Federal Bureau of Control, which seems to be some kind of shady government agency that deals with otherworldly events and artifacts, and you know covers them up and keeps hold of these weird things. And it is really weird. Some of the stuff you have objects of power in the game, like a jukebox. Or a camera, and they can alter reality and and fuck with people's minds. Uh, but inside the bureau, something's gone wrong because it always does. A bit like Half Life, something's opened up somewhere, and the a group of entities that she calls the Hiss have come in. They've taken over all of the human workers. There are a majority of them, and they're now your enemies. And it's essentially making your way through this weird building, um, trying to find your brother, which is the main plot, killing hissy things. Upgrade your weapons, you get powers. So, you know, because it's quite a, 
uh, unusual. You end up with the ability to kind of hover, not quite fly, but hover around uh, telekinesis so you can throw objects around, um, slam things around, it, that kind of thing, like a semi-superhero type thing. It's just not that fun. Um, I, I bounced off it first time when I played it within about 45 minutes. Hmm. It just goes on too long. And there are too many things to pick up that tells you about stuff that happened or what. Mm. Why. The the only equivalent I can think of would be, it's like if you watch, I don't know, if you it's like watching Ghostbusters and it like Ghostbusters an hour and a half long. If the first seventy five minutes of Ghostbusters were a history of ghosts and potential ghost hunting throughout <laughs> the ages, and then in the last ten minutes the Ghostbusters get together, the evil happens and they beat it. The end. That, that's what the plot ended up feeling like. The, the actual plot of the game is really... It's got no consequence to it. It actually just spends too much a shame. time just fucking telling me about stuff that happened 30 years ago. And I thought, no, no, it's not going to do that. Oh, it did that. It did the really shallow end in it. It was like, oh, balls. It, it, like Alan Wake, it just, yeah, it's like it could. It could have been really good, but they just... I don't know what it is. I don't know what's missing from it specifically. I mean, a fucking good map would be one for a start. The map is awful. <laughs> it's it's of... the whole game inside the bureau. Yes, more or less, in a way. But yeah, it's all in that all in that building or another plane in the building. See, when I played it, I think I did the forty-five minutes and bounced off it. I ended up uh, you freezing people and then you shooting them with weird magic and stuff. Yeah. And there was like a weird box in the room which I had to turn off or something because it was attracting things. Yeah, there's boxes you have to calm down. Like at some point you meet yeah, an unhappy fridge. <laughs> Essentially. You have to go inside a different plane and make this fridge happier. Then it stops fucking killing people. But I think that I don't like I didn't uh, it's something about how the character moved annoyed me. Mm. Yeah, the, I don't there's know, a she, lack of she like kind of moves on the spot spot before she moves. Yeah. And there's that weird, I don't know, there's a weird disconnect there. Yeah, a, there is a general lack of weight to, to her and the enemies. When you launch stuff, at, mm. I mean, all I ended up doing was just powering up, picking up stuff and throwing it. And just did that as much as I could. It made the game pretty easy, actually, because to stand over the other side of the room and just tear chunks off the wall or pick up any bit of furniture, just lamp That's it. cool. Yeah, it, exactly. It's cool in theory, but there's something about it that they always seem to miss. They always seem to miss that thing where you go, which makes you go, instead you go, Ugh. throw, 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 throw. It looks nice enough. Characters aren't the best. I'll really annoy you by because I played it uh, with ray tracing on the PlayStation Five. Oh, Just played it at thirty frames. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I did turn it on to sixty, and I did notice a bit of a difference, but it's not as much uh, as with some other games. I don't. Mm. I don't know why. Digital Foundry will tell me why. Something to do with the blur or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, they check a box on the four uh, K. <laughs> We zoomed into a pube and you can see the artifacts as it moves. <laughs> but yeah, didn't hate it, didn't love it, but it did frustrate me, I think, because the, I, I'm, maybe one day they'll make a game that lives up to their quirky plots and quirky promises they make. Um, I just think Max Payne 1 and 2 are still their best games. Mm. Something about that bullet time where you're jumping in the air, popping people in the head and stuff. Yeah. It was just... You, it was fucking awesome. You can forgive the horrendous-looking square faces. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird one, isn't it? Because uh, you know they they'll 
they annoyed me because it, the game came out and then um, they they announced that they were going to be doing like an upgrade. Oh yeah, they fucked you over, didn't they? Well, not yeah. me particularly, but it was just like, well, uh, well, you, you know, they sort of seem to be. It's I don't know. Again, I appreciate that uh, you know it's expensive business to get into developing games and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it just seemed to be you know that they sold a ultimate version of the game and then oh actually we're going to charge you a bit extra as well you know to upgrade it to the playstation 5 version but then shortly after that actually it's going to be on playstation plus yeah so that was that was that yeah was that was kind of their make good i think wasn't it i think so could be could have been yeah yeah, yeah. But you the know fucking map in that game honestly you go right oh okay you look at it go right i just need to go up left up left up left through the rooms and then it shows the corridor but when you get there oh no there's a there's a great big the door's be, been concreted in so you can't get past it so I'll have to find another way. But there's no way from the map determining on which level the map's on either. So you've got walkways and everything above you, and that, but the map doesn't tell you which level anything's on. So it can be an absolute irritation to try and navigate around. Hmm. Yeah, That's a bit crap. Yeah. You put me off it a little bit, actually. I mean, it's it's on my, my account to play at some point, you know, and and I kind of am I'm, I'm determined to give it another go. But I think I got to the first, what you'd probably class as boss, uh, you know, with the, the dude who's flying around, yeah. and, and and he was a prick, and it, and it was just like I, I got. It, I was playing it on PC, and then yeah, I was just uh, I don't know if I'm enjoying this, you know. But then Pete's played it through, and he said he quite enjoyed it, and um, but then I think he probably, you know, he, he, I don't know if he he got into reading all of the the, the bits that you find and all that. Whereas I I'm yeah, not that bothered. Yeah, and it's it's intriguing, <laughs> but it, it doesn't mask the fact the game's not very interesting. I mean, it did it didn't help because the ultimate edition's got all the DLC in um, that I accidentally played both bits of DLC as well, which you know they are quite sizable. There's probably a, a good a good three, maybe three and a half hours worth of stuff there. But when I was already thinking, I need to be getting near the end of the game now because I'm starting to my interest is starting to wane. And then and then I've accidentally do both parts of DLC as well, which don't add anything really to the overall plot. But um, yeah, yeah, and the ending was yeah, oh, the ending's poor. But that's it, a shame. It's, it's, it's a shame. not bad. It's just disappointing, which is probably worse. Sequel. Um, I think it's I mooted, think, isn't it? Yeah, I think it sold well enough, didn't it? I'd, they'd have to. I don't know what they're going to do with it because they'd have to move. You can't just have it in the same bloody building again, regardless of how much or how little things shift and shuffle around. Which they made a big deal that all oh, the building moves. Well, no, you cleanse a point where the hiss are, and that room which is all blocky, all the blocks move, so it opens up the doors. That's as much of a shuffle around as you get. It's not like it's. It's not moving around in particular, apart from one section, which is quite good and quite clever. But apart from that, yeah, it's just changing the shape of a room, but it didn't change the map at all. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. But uh, did so to you? Um, I've been playing a uh, twenty. I don't know when did it come out. Twenty eighteen. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Ooh. Um. Yeah, I never played it back in when it came out. We bought it. And it sat for a long time, and obviously time and children and things. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. And I'm I'm chapter like two and a bit. You know, I'm not in that far at all. Um, but talking about how you know, it's funny you're saying like how this game like gives you the story and like just bullshit. If you see what I mean, giving you like little bits of paper to read and all this. Red Dead, fuck me. I know everyone knows this already, but 
the world is the story, isn't it? Yeah. Like the characters, the people. You've got to rock up and become a cowboy. You've got to like be like, yeah, this is me now. This is I'm going to live in this world. And I was I'm just loving every second at the moment being in it. Like I've gone hunting and killed a legendary bear. You know, got uh, to help people in the town, had a fight, and it's just ah, oh, it, it it screams so much of just like live in this world, enjoy this. Um, and I'm trying to like play as a good guy and like do all the right stuff and try and you know help my, help my little camp and all this kind of thing. Um, but it's I know everyone's probably played it already. Um, and I'm playing it on the PS5, and I don't, th- I don't think there's been any upgrades actually at all for it. No. Um, it's still a little bit juddery and janky in some places, but it looks good enough. Um, it's, f- it's phenomenal, really. It's ridiculous how much, de- how much detail and layers of stuff there is in that game. Um, the only thing I could probably say, and I could see where some people do bounce off Red Dead, don't they? Because I think it's not, it's not GTA. It's not like full-on action all the time, um, and if I think you've got to go through like quite long cutscenes where you might just be talking to someone and then walk off in the distance. But it's got so many like western like camera angles and shots and like the, you know you hear the whip crack and you know it's just the horses. It's, just, it's like fucking watching you know fifties movies sometimes. You know what I mean? Um, it's so good how they've done it. All the all the cinematography and everything. Um, yeah, I love love the characters. Like, just really enjoying. I'm sitting there going, like, yeah, I think I'm going to be here for another fifty hours or whatever. But I'm quite happy to carry on with it. Um, I'm sure you guys have played it. Yeah, you? I I loved it again. That that what that world that world is is yeah. I think that's probably the finest open world I've I've played in just mm. terms of a world that actually exists. If that makes sense. It's just shit happening. Yeah. You're riding along and like, oh, there's the police escorting someone or there's someone who needs help or someone I can go kill or whatever, you know. It's just, uh, it, it is this living, breathing kind of world, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just days you think, I'll do a mission now and then I could spend five or six game days just, today I'm going to go fishing. Today I'm going to go hunting. Today I'm just going to ride around and look at stuff. I haven't, I haven't been at that part of the map so I'll just go and see what's there. And then... Oh, Arthur's a bit tired now, so today all I'm going to do is go to the saloon, I'm going to have a bath, have a shave, I'm going to eat some food in the bar, and I'm going to sleep in a comfy bed. And that's all I'm doing today. <laughs> and that's that's great, because yeah. you know that Arthur's happy, <laughs> exactly. and everything's good. Yeah. You, oh. you go out the door nice and clean, everything's nice and clean, your hair's all slicked back, if you've got pomade or whatever in it, you've styled it nicely. Next door, Next day you bang open the saloon doors walk into the town and just feel like a new man very cool. marvellous a big blood clot just came out of my mouth <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not probably not well, if it, oh there you go if it, if it doesn't start pouring with blood again the answer is yes <laughs> <laughs> yes oh dear well there you go um no, really, really, really enjoyed it. I'm hopefully, they never did any DLC for it, did no. they? They all went down the whole Red Dead Online route, which didn't. I did try it, and I'm like, I don't want to play this. Uh, I've got no, I've got no want to run around online with it for some reason. I don't know. Um, I, I wanted to be immersed in the game and, and the single player thing, and it's doing everything I need to right now because I, I think. Yeah, I want to. I'm trying to go back to like the PS4 stuff. I want to like maybe pick up Ghost of Tsushima next, and maybe Last of Us Two, and just because we've got fuck all to play at the moment, really yeah. mm. the PS5. So I'm I'm kind of going back and hoovering up things I missed. 
So this is a pretty big one to hoover up. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly big. See, I've got it on PC, and I must admit, I've not, other than doing the benchmark, that she'll be proud of me. Um, <laughs> I, I've not, I've not played it, and I, I can't remember. It feels really much like a console game, though. I don't know if I'd play it on PC. Yeah. It's weird. I, I bought it because it was in the Epic sale uh, a little while ago. So I, I don't mm. know if I got it for like 20 quid or whatever. But it was just, you know, because I think Adam had been talking about it and Ben talks about it all the time. It's just like, oh, I feel like... Ben played 10 minutes of it, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> you was know, about so... to say something stupid then. Like, God, I want to play it on a PC because you just hear your PC going. Then I remembered I played it on the PlayStation 4. Yeah, that yeah, jet engine time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's the good thing. Is anyone getting the the capacitor wine on their PS5? See, no. I think I am actually. I, I I'm starting to get some high pitched squealing yeah. going on. I it's get not... I get a bit of rattle when the, if if the disc uh, when it spins a disc up. Sometimes one of the flaps will vibrate a bit. Ooh. But if I go if I go over there and dab it with my finger, it stops. Mm. I don't know if one of my flaps is slightly loose. <laughs> <laughs> Got to tighten up your flap. Yep. I'm, I'm, yeah, I sometimes when, it, when it's actually it, it, when it's in the menu, it's fine. But when it's actually playing a game, um, I do notice a bit of uh, noise coming from it. It's not you know terrible. And usually I wear headphones anyway. So, it, um, but yeah. It, so with Red Dead, because I remember many years ago when it came out, I think it was Gary from Game Burst. I don't think he liked it particularly. I know he loves the original Red Dead, but I think he found problems with it mechanically in terms of the controls. So how are you finding the controls? Are they I um I you have to fight them I think uh it also depends on because I've had this conversation but like if you're playing a shooter left trigger right trigger you know square is reload X, A is jump or X is jump you know we, these buttons have all been figured out haven't they mm. like if someone rocks up and says oh no now you're reloading with B you'd be like get fucked you know this is ridiculous you know and they've figured them out. But when you play open world games, like suddenly square is jump or triangle is crouch or click in on the left stick. It's just like, just pick a scheme. You know, I, I, was, I was trying to play, I was playing like um, Horizon Zero Dawn and being like, shit, everything, nothing makes sense of what I'm pressing anymore than because I, I was playing Days Gone for ages. And then, because they've all just got different control schemes, just pick a scheme, <laughs> I think. There is a lot of controls in Red Dead. Mm. I mean, I, yeah, I, I did a few times. I, I think I meant to. I don't know if I meant to put my gun away or whistle or something, but end up shooting someone in the head, and I felt guilty because I was trying yeah, to play. If you it accidentally press man. right trigger, mm. yeah, it, yeah, and you got to go to your horse and go to your pack, and then right trigger to swap to a different weapon, and then if you want to put it away, there, there is a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of mechanics there, but I kind of, but I quite like the. At the moment, I'm in that frame of mind. I know sometimes I could probably play this game, or I could have played it game two months ago and gone, "That's shit, I can't be. I haven't got time for this. I don't want to play it." Because, but I'm quite enjoying just walking up and okay, I'm gonna now search through every drawer, look at the pictures, read the book, you know. Um, where I, I think, I think you've really is a time and place, and you've got to be in the mindset to play yeah, it. Definitely. Because you uh, sort of raced, raced to finish this, didn't you, um, Adam, um, when you uh, you got the PlayStation 5? I didn't... I say race at the right word, because originally I played it for a bit, and then I stopped playing it for no reason, and then I struggled to get back into it when I started, uh, when I tried to load up that game again, because I'd forgotten everything. So I started again, just before I got my PlayStation 5, yeah. And that was going to be... Yeah, that was the last game I completed. I didn't... I didn't race through it. I put a lot. I put a lot of hours in, and I did a lot of the side missions. So I didn't just mainline it. I did because the world's great. I, 
probably a, there's so much in there I wouldn't have seen, but I didn't just mainline it. I always did as many side quests as I could. Always had a good sniff around everywhere, but there's so much detail and depth in the world. It's uh, yeah, I don't think you'll ever see everything in it. Hmm. Mm, well, I'm tempted to, uh, since it's one of those things, isn't it? It's like the Rockstar seems to be, you know, masters at this. Like, obviously, GTA Five is mental. I mean, like, how, how, you know, <laughs> how many copies that's sold? It's like, oh, I've bought, I've got it on PC, but now I'm tempted to buy it on PlayStation. <laughs> Just because you... <laughs> it's, it's one of those games, like, because I'm, I'm playing that Knockout City with it, I think when you're in the mood to, like, just, you know, run around and shoot shit, I had to have like an exciting game with it as well. Yeah. You see what I mean? So you can palate cleanse either way. Yeah, it need, it needs an unusual bedfellow with it as well. Yeah, just to just to change pace a little. Hmm. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, right. So I'm going to jump into Little Nightmares Two, which you talked a, a bit about at the, in the last show, Adam. Mm. So I, I won't spend too much time on this because obviously you spent you talked about it from your point of view so little nightmares uh, did you guys well, obviously adam you played the original Be- uh ben sorry fuck me uh did, <laughs> did you play the uh, original little nightmares I-, I played it for about five minutes oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my ben any reason for that sorry. didn't click or no no I, I, did, I didn't play it oh uh, I, I own it but i don't think i played it i, own it. Oh. I do own it though okay okay so um yeah little nightmares came out a few years ago remember seeing it at uh, EGX and being intrigued by it. You know, they've got this big mock-up cage and somebody wandering around in a yellow trench coat, uh, which is quite amusing. And so, you know, and, and I, I liked the original Little Nightmares. I think when it came out, I mean, it's this and the, you know, Little Nightmares and the sequel, you know, they sort of share a lot of similarities with Limbo, um, Inside. There's another one, I forget, which is like a zombie-type game, which, again, it's a, you're just basically running to the right sort of you know and it's all about the tone it's all about the atmosphere and I liked Little Nightmares but it did feel a little bit unpolished I think in terms of the platforming and the controls and you know it, it's it's not just running right there's little bits you, you know you, you can run in, in and out of the screen um, a little bit and I um, so I, I did enjoy it but it just felt a little bit like I said unpolished um, uh, so Little Nightmares 2 it's one of those, I mean, I think we've talked about this before, but when did indie games sort of like, you know, go from being 15, 20 quid to, you know, 30, 35 pound? Um, it's, and I think that's similar to what we were saying about Returnal. I, I, I wanted to play Little Nightmares 2, but because it was 30 pound, uh, I didn't want to get it immediately. So I think I probably just waited a little bit and then, you know, there was a sale, so I got it for 20 quid. Um, and... It's it's up there as like one of the contenders for game of the year. You know what I mean in terms of so far what I've played. Um, this and another game that we're going to talk about in, in a little bit. In terms of it's just it's a it's a similar type of uh, gameplay. You know, like I said, you you know very um, ambiguous in terms of the story. It doesn't explain anything. You know, you just pick up at the start of the game. You've got a character. He's got a bag on his head, and you, you're just running to the right and avoiding traps, and things are happening. And slowly and surely, as the game goes on, the tension and the atmosphere ratchets up and cranks up to an almost unbearable point. You know, where you just feel so on edge playing this game. It's not scary, as in jump scares, horror. 
uh, it's more about the tension and more about the atmosphere and more about the sort of like the the music and um, you know that it it feels a bit like um, Japanese horror films. That's kind of what the tone I got from it. You know, like Ringu and um, um, Dark Waters and The Grudge. You know, it's sort of like it has those moments where you just feel that there's something wrong, and then you know it doesn't it doesn't feel right, and then something will happen, and you'll go, "Oh shit!" Do you know what I mean? And so it's simply in, in terms of the the controls and everything, it's pl- puzzle platformer. Um, you know, and is this a prequel to Little Nightmares? I think it is. I yeah. think it is. Yeah. I, th- I don't. I think they keep insisting it's a sequel, but I'm. Um, I'd, I'd bet one of my toes that it's a prequel. So that's the thing, see, because again, I, I didn't look too deeply into the story, and again, there's no, there's no voice acting, there's no, you know, um, exposition, there's no story, there's no pickups. It's the total opposite of, you know, like we were saying about Red Dead and. Um, Oh, what was that other game? Where, Control. Control. Yeah. It's, it's the it's all to- visual storytelling. Yeah, all visual audio. It's it's all about those two senses. You know what I mean? And it's it it's really amazing. You know, into just the story and everything. You know, it, what it doesn't tell you and what you sort of helped. I mean, the things that go on in this game. You know that you just it's so dark. You know, it's like not. You know, it, the story and tone is so so dark it's uh, in, one of the bleakest games and it it's so bleak and hopeless yeah. and 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 horrific you know and not just in terms of like the some of the, i suppose the more supernatural elements which are, I mean, those themselves are fucking horrible um but it, it is just oh my god you know some of the things that happen in this game it's unreal um and then um you know, it's not a very long game. It's probably what four? Well, I don't know, five five hours? Would you say five or yeah, six hours? That. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I mean, I played through it twice, to be honest with you, because I, I got the platinum on it and I wanted to go back. And I think you know, because it, I said to you, Adam, I think it's like you know, like those films, like The Sixth Sense. You know, you watch it and you're initially sort of blown away by it all, and you think, oh wow. But because you're so into it, you don't notice some things. But then when you watch it again or you play through it again, you know, things click into place a little bit more, and then you can appreciate it even more. But it's it's an awesome game, you, you know. It's um, well worth you know the the money. Um, I wouldn't quibble about that at all. Um, and if you're after, if you're after like I said a dark tone game, I mean you you know the thing is in terms of the gameplay, you could get a little bit frustrated and annoyed with it, you know, because you die a lot. You know, it's uh, you know instant death. You know, in terms of uh, if. There is sort of certain sneaking sections, you know, in the game, uh, where you know you have to time things based on what's going on in in the the screen or on the screen, I should say, with various other characters. Like there's a, a, a see, you know, because you're a little tiny little character at the end, you know, and there's like these giant uh, people wandering around, and uh, if they see you, you can't run off from them. They will just catch you and they eat you or do whatever, you know. Uh, and just grab you so there's a scene in it where there's a teacher and she's teaching a room full of kids and um she'll be writing on the blackboard and you have to sneak around you know uh because these other kids are sort of a little bit bigger than you as well and uh, if they see you they pounce on you so and um she'll sort of stop you'll hear a little like you know there's a whatever you know scratching of on the blackboard of her writing something then all of a sudden she'll just kind of stop and then she'll slam her you know ruler on the on the desk or whatever and look around and you're like 
shit you know and 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 then you know she'll go back to writing on the blackboard so then you can sneak around a bit more so it's all about you know there are patterns to the things it's not just random deaths but you do die a lot um and it but it's not un uh you know unreasonable it's not sort of like um what's the word i'm looking for can't think uh you know it's it's um you know you kind of get used to it you know and you learn the patterns and you learn what's going on and, and everything else um and you just do it better next time so it's a really really good game i'd highly recommend it like i said in ter- it's in, it's up there as one of the best games in terms of its tone and style and visuals and everything else i think you- i like like the design of like the bosses and stuff they're always pretty fucking freaky aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Like weird marionette things coming after you. there's one scene in it which again i'm not going to spoil but you pick up a torch at one point in the game and all i'm going to say is mannequins <laughs> just fucking <laughs> it's just honestly one of the most horrific you know edgy if you see kind of levels um and that's just a, a tiny section of the game it's full of that you know but it, at the same time it's, it doesn't blow its load too much you know and it builds up and builds up and builds up and then you know something will happen and then it kind of goes back down and it builds up and builds up and builds up you know it gets you constantly feel on edge um really really good loved it yeah so recommended very cool uh adam i think we're going to cross pollinate here a little bit um yeah it takes two. Yes, game mm. of the year. Oh, no! It takes two is uh, same studio who did was it a way out? Yes. Yeah, which I yes. never played because that was that was co-op, but you had to you know you couldn't do couch co-op on that. I do believe that was. Am I right or am I wrong? I think so. Yeah, I, I played it online. I know. Yeah. That, yeah. But this this is a couch co-op platformer. Um, and it is proper co-op, so not like a not like a barrier game where you spend your time getting in the way of each other. Um, this is two characters, and the levels are absolutely tailored to take into consideration the skills of uh, what both players have. And yeah, so you have to work together. I mean, plot behind the game is uh, there's a couple who are going to get divorced, and their daughter has one of the most tragic lives of any child ever depicted in a, in a in a video game she's thoroughly miserable and slightly probably mentally tortured um she has a good cry about it and her mum and dad oh, i can't remember their names it's been a while since is it may and i want to say oh. ralph but it's not ralph it's uh, no oh Bob. fuck carry on i'll find yeah. out may and her husband they wake up and they are both little dolls and um they are then harassed at regular intervals by a uh, book of love who's got a wonderful French accent, and he's trying to get them back together. And I thought it was Spanish or Mexican. Was it, oh, yeah, it, could, well, it could be. Well, hello, what do you do? Mexican? Should we go Frexican? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no. Anyway, yeah, yeah, he's like, foreign. Like, like a baguette, but full of burrito stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, trying to convince them to get back together, and, and they have... Uh, random ideas of what they should be doing in comparison to what they need to do um, and you follow them on a journey through uh, some worlds based around areas of their house um, working together each level each person gets a unique skill uh, so one level one person has um, things like a honey gun and the other person has uh, like ma- like a match gun so that acts as a flamethrower resin gun sorry so uh, someone can fire resin on something to weigh, weigh something down, like a bridge or a platform. 
uh, and the other person can then set fire to it, it'll blow up. And then if it's a lift, that'll release the lift upwards, which is a really simple one. Um, there's levels containing magnets. Uh, what else is there, Chris? Help me out here. My brain's been dead. Uh, there's loads of mini games that you can find oh, yeah. as well. Yes, yeah. Hunt, like about 25 mini games sprouted throughout the game, which could be things like musical chairs, slot cars, Sky Electrics, yeah. Like yeah. Um, the, 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 the snail racing. Uh, yeah, I'll go and check. But the main thing I got from this game is, is the sheer inventiveness of the thing. Um, there are some magnificent levels in this game. And they're not always linear as well. There are areas where it suddenly opens out into a big playground that you can easily dick around in for an hour, hour and a half, just testing stuff out and fanning around in. And so, what are you having to do? Are you having to like I stand on the blue platform while you get the the thing, or is it is it more it's, than that? It starts off like that, but it gets more, gets yeah. more than that. There's 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 some really clever. Really clever uses. Like if we take the the there's a section where you one's got a red magnet, one's got a blue magnet, so they they've obviously got opposite poles. So there's the obviously where you got platforms where one person can push them, one person can pull them. Um, it plays with that quite a lot. Uh, but then later on, when uh, when you get a bit more closer to each other, then like uh, the magnet becomes more like one. So then you use each other, you use the magnetic force of each other to fling yourself around. And you combine yeah. the skills, and it's things like that the whole way through. Where, yeah, it's a little bit more. And there's some clever puzzles, some clever use of different genres and two D side scrolling bits. Most of it's in three D. Um, yeah, it's really, it's really, really good, and it's fucking weird and also quite dark. But the plot's a bit shit. But it's also quite dark, and it's a disturbing <laughs> bit, which is really quite disturbing. And it made Chris's daughter cry. It did, yeah. <laughs> nice. So, it, I mean, the thing is, I, I'm playing it with Lucy. Uh, Cody is the, the yes. man's yes. name. And, um, you know, I'll, I suppose my thought, thought is that, yeah, the story is a bit cheesy. You know what I mean? It's it's about, a, uh, I suppose, the, you know, the overall story. A couple getting divorced and, you know, the, the, the daughter wanting them to stay together and, you know. And and so you know if you if you're quite cynical and hard-hearted about it, yeah, you could be like, oh god, here we go, you know. But and the thing is, the characters themselves kind of recognise that, you know, so that you know that you you're looking through it through at it through through their eyes as well a little bit, you know, because that that they're just going set on getting divorced and they don't want to get work together, but they they are thrown into this situation and and they have no choice but to work together and, and all that kind of stuff. But like you, I think it's the sheer inventiveness of of, of the game. At no point whatsoever did I, you know, you, do you ever feel bored or do you ever feel that you, the other person's doing more work than you, no. you know, and, you know, you you do feel like you're having to rely on, upon each other to, to get through the levels. And some of the bits are a bit tricky, you know what I mean? It's mm. not like... Um, and the thing is, well, you don't die um, if if you if you do fall off a platform or if you're fighting a boss or something, then you have to mash triangle to you know to come back into the game. You've got like a little heart meter that builds up. So as long as the other person's still alive, then you know you can come back. So and I'm playing with Lucy. I mean, like I said, she's nearly nine, and um, she's getting through it with me. She's enjoying it. She's getting into it. Um, in terms of the story and everything, she she does get get it you know in terms of obviously she sees it from the little girl's point of view because that's who she relates to um and you know that 
is it suitable for kids? Uh, there's a little bit of bad language in it. Nothing bad. I mean, at one point, that uh, the, the the sort of book says shit a couple of times. Um, but again, it, 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 it so it's not gratuitous. It's not you know in terms of the. Um, uh, you know what's going on though i think that there's some amazing level like i said seeing it from you know you're a little doll and then you know you're in a big garden or something like that you know you're in the bedroom and it's you know it feels a little bit like micro micro machines you know you're sort of in that sort of big world and, and everything you know land of the giants kind of thing um it's great it really is like i said the mini games on top i mean the mini games themselves would be fun just to play just to dick around in and you, you know you can play those once you've unlocked them uh and and you know it keeps score as to who wins as well so that's quite cool um it's funny you know there's some genuinely funny moments there's some touching moments in it yeah and i'm not going to give away the, the section where so it was sophie i mean she's four um but there's a section in it where she she was watching because she sort of sat next to us watching lucy play it you know and she's got half an eye on the ipad or whatever and she's watching some shit on youtube but um there was a, se- a section in it and you know, it was like looking at her and it's like because it it's not it's not like horrible violent or anything but if you look at it from a four-year-old's point of view it's pretty awful um what happens and she did she burst into tears and she was like oh. um but no it's really 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 good and also the one of the good things about it is that you only need one copy of the game so if you buy it um it's got like a friend's pass so that you can then play it with somebody else um when well, I mean, we are playing that's cool yeah we're playing it couch co-op as well so um it's uh, you know it splits the screen up. I'm, I'm assuming that's how, how you played it. Um, yeah. You know, in split screen, it does it does a good job. You know what I mean? It, it, like with sometimes the Lego games, you know, they go into split screen, don't they? But this actually, you know, your half of the screen is designated for you because you you do have to go off and do things to then sort of help the other person do stuff. Um, yeah, in terms of the puzzles and and you know, it does feel a little bit like Portal light i'd say you know what i mean it's not as uh you know you feel clever when you've worked it out but it's not as perhaps i think if i played portal with lucy she just wouldn't get into it at all um whereas this does feel it's more of a traditional platformer you know um but then there's different things like there's time elements like at one point you know uh what cody will have a clock when and he can manipulate objects in the world so like you know and then may will have um a clone where she can like go over somewhere and put a clone down of herself and then go back you know and then cody will then manipulate time so it will lift up the clone to a certain point which you couldn't get to before and, and just little things like you know it's it's quite it's really good it's just it's a really again it's one of those games where it's 30 pounds but it, it's it's a lot it's it's longer than um it's longer uh, than you'd think and it is it's not yeah. a small game and there's been a, there has clearly been quite a bit of cash put in it oh definitely it's yeah it's a gorgeous so, looking game in places yeah and it's it's ea again so you know fair play to them for doing their, cool. their thing yeah where else can one person fly a plane while the other person beats up a squirrel like in Street Fighter on top of the wings of a plane? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That sounds cool. It's very good. Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it. I mean, you know, I said uh, for you and Alex to play, it'd be good fun, I think. Yeah, if he cool. can drag himself away from Roblox, you know. <laughs> I'll definitely try. So I'm sorry if I went quiet. That big blob thing that fell out of my mouth, I was just reading about it. Apparently, that's not a good a good thing for that to fall out. Oh. All right, okay. <laughs> that's that's the thing that's meant to heal my tooth. So apparently, I could get something called dry socket now. Mm. Okay. Which doesn't sound no. fun. 
Dry socket. Ooh, Dry socket. Hot. I need the lube in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, fuck it. Who knows? Well, at least. Now that sounds really cool. I've heard some really good stuff about that game, and you guys keep talking about it, so I may have to pick it up. Yeah, we're not quite at the end. We are. We are almost at the end. Um, uh, you know. It, you, you know. I think when you come into the end. Have you enter. taken a? So you've taken the jumpy taxis. Jumpy taxis. Yeah. Well, if I just say we're on a music level. Oh right. Yes. To... Yes, you have. Yeah. 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 That gets very trippy. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Anyway, um, who am I? Who am I going back to now? Dits, you got anything else? I think I'm good. You, you're worried about your tooth now, aren't you? Tooth. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be all right. It's stinging a bit now. I'm like, fuck. What's happened? Be okay. Right. Be all right. Okay. Uh, Adam, you got anything else? And look, we've we've got Resident Evil Village, haven't we? Yeah, I've got I've got Ooh. two and a very quick thing. Go on then. We'll go Resident Evil Village go first on. if you want. Actually, the next one will be. Actually, no, no. We'll, do you want to finish on Resident Evil Village? Yeah, go on then. Okay. Uh, so this afternoon, I'd say this afternoon, just probably just before we uh, started this, because I've got so many new games to play, I went out and bought the Mass Effect. Uh, trilogy because oh no, I noticed you've been playing that yeah yeah so I just completed Mass Effect 1 just before we started wow holy shit fair play well, that's good not as long it's not as long as you think it is you've got to think back then I think it took me 20 21 hours I think but we live in days now where a long game is you know, 100 hours is barely scraping the surface. So it actually felt like quite well, a... I bet loading is better as well. Yeah, yes, there's lo- the loading's better than lifts. <laughs> Certainly aren't as long. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's still good. It's still good with a few caveats. Um, it's my favourite Mass Effect, so... Yeah, no, I... We'll go from there. Though know, the plot's good. You know, the whole, the whole feel of it is still good. They've uh, For the Legacy Edition, I think they've tightened up some of the controls so the Mako doesn't feel quite as shit anymore the combat feels a little bit more like it did in two um there's still some weird quality of life things like you can't actually take you can't manually take cover in this it kind of snaps you to it um but it does kind of show you think what this update does is probably makes it look like it looks in your head anyway right so you know how you remember mass effect if you haven't played it in the in the 13 years since or whatever it look, probably looks like how you remember it but it does look a lot better than it used to if I've, I've watched mm. a few videos just to make sure I'm not going mad a few things of note though is how the like compared to modern games the world is very 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 empty and there's a lot of repetition um, when you're on the Mako around these irritating planets uh, poking around for stuff like all of the like uh, space pirate bases or the research facilities or anything that you come across they're all exactly the same but with a couple of different boxes in a different corner so the layouts are always the same um, the animation is hilarious compared to what we used to now Shepard especially in, in the first one runs like he needs a shit runs like a cartoon <laughs> character who really needs a dump he's probably touching cloth but um, Andromeda wasn't any better was no, it fucking hell no. <laughs> So yeah, the animation's a bit stiff. It looks a bit cranky in places, but the design of everything still works. The plot still works, and it's still it was still a fun game to play. The only other thing was, <laughs> which I never realised. Remember, we used to get the like the Paragon or Renegade um, choices when you're doing your discussions. 
Mm. Back in the day, that was like, wow, you get to manipulate what you know what you say. I can get a good outcome or a bad outcome, which was massive at the time. You don't realize how easy that is. Like if you level up your uh, charm, but I, I in my head it was like I've got to carry on convincing someone not to do something. But someone will go, oh no, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take over this this crime family and I'm gonna rule the galaxy and kill everyone. No one's gonna be able to stop me. And the shepherd just goes, well. Are you sure that's what you want to do? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> I, I've been thinking about it, and he uh, is the shepherd. Yeah, I've been thinking about it, and I've, yeah, I've, I'm just going to give it all up. So it, it wasn't quite as uh, strained to get to get the right outcome because I play Paragon again because I'm such a goody two shoes and can't do mm. it any other way. And if I'm going to play the other two as well, uh, in the I'm not playing it straight away, but uh, if I'm playing the other two as well, I still are you fem shep. I've gone Ma- Man Shepherd. Yeah, Man Shepherd. Yeah, I know he's the worst. And I, and I thought, right, blank slate. And I played the Man Shepherd the first time round, and I know the Fem Shep is better. But I still want to play as my Shepherd, and because I chose Man Shep, then that's that, that's just my Shepherd. That's you. That's fair. That's fair. Why is, why is Fem Shep always re- regarded as better? I don't just, get because I, I always played as the Man Shepherd as well. I think the voice acting is just better. Voice actor's better. Plus, you get to look at her bum. <laughs> <laughs> and I made all the same choices, so I ended up, you know, romancing uh, Liara again. Who's the obvious one? But I did. Yeah. Just this time, when I, when I play two, do I cheat or not? Do I just? Like... You can't romance Rex, can you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. But Rex is still alive, so hey. of course. Hey, Mass Effect Two is amazing. It is the like, combat's a lot better, and yeah, that, that that intro. Yeah is ridiculous yeah. and like the suicide mission is ridiculous um, I don't know there was something about Mass Effect 1 it felt proper sci-fi yeah, it's alien to aliens isn't it at the end of the day mm. it's, uh, yeah. yeah and I get why they had to go yeah. that way and I love the music in 2 but there's something about the the cheaper nature of the synthy music in Mass Effect 1 that I love you know the map screen music the title screen music still great and I forgot that that actually plays during the game when you when you're going down to the Prothean ruins, you actually get the uh, the actual proper main menu music playing, and it's like, ah, oh, it's a mass nice. effect. Mm. I'm tempted now by this because I must admit, I I played Mass Effect One, didn't like it particularly. I, I just I was wandering around the fucking citadel, just oh, what am I doing? And uh, so the citadel's <laughs> tiny. Yeah, actually, when you get used to it, it's nothing. Well, but... that's things gone. <laughs> I forgot that. Well, I'd seen it. My my brain just kept on ignoring the fact that in the uh, option screen there's map because your little map in the bottom corner is rubbish. But there's a map so you can find out where to go. So I actually learnt the layout of everything before I thought there's a fucking map, you idiot. And you can put checkpoints so you could probably bludge your way there. Instead, I'm taking wrong turns all over the place and going to the wrong whatever because I'm an idiot. And I did mm. that everywhere. Well, not everywhere because you kind of get used to the same layout again and again and again. Yeah. So, but then Mass Effect Two came out, and I absolutely loved that. But then that's more, like you said, more sort of shooter, arcade, I guess. But then I went back to Mass Effect One and replayed it, and absolutely fell in love with it, and did all the DLC and everything, and and just thought it was great. And and my plan was at the time to sort of like then go through and play Mass Effect Two, but carry th- my character through with it but I never did and then I never played 3 um, so I don't know how the story ends I don't know what happens you know in 3 did you play 3 did something did you 
Yeah, and three is... Oh, I think that's one of the things where I don't want to go back to it as well, because I know what three's like. Three's okay. It has its moments. It, just, it has a couple of moments that are banging. But it, it does, but it but it also like it goes. Oh, it, it kind of wraps up what you like, what you liked about the other ones in real shit ways. Like lots of little loose ends just get like, and that's that. Yeah, and move on, and that's that, and move on. And the end is, I get why everyone was pissed off, and it, 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 it your choice is taken away basically at the end, and it it just it kind of flew in the face of everything you've been trying to do this entire time. And it's it's a hard one to go back to. It's like going back and watching Game of Thrones now. Yeah. Like I've got no interest at all. Like that whole thing can go fuck itself. <laughs> um. <laughs> regardless of how good the first few series are, I Re- saw those regardless last of all of that. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like I can't do it anymore. I don't want to go back. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm there yet to go back and play it. But I I appreciate it 100 mm. percent I will do because I think I played I played the first one three or four times on 360 same with part two I only ever played three once and there's a couple of bits I can remember about it but yeah I I, I think I think the the crushing anticipation got to him in the end <laughs> a little bit yeah um, no it, it, I, I'm, I'm more interested now I mean bloody hell I know the EA games it's three EA games I mean what's EA with one of the most hated companies out in the world at one point what's uh, what's going on um, oh they're still fucking cut <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I'm looking at the uh, their website for Mass Effect and you know they, they do those little sliders where you can sort of compare the old and the new and, and it does look as if they've done a fair bit of work to it you know oh they, they have but it's one of those things it does feel like well you can see that it's better but in my head that's what it looked like anyway because I'm looking through rose tinted goggles yeah I played it on PC obviously so it always looked that good (laughs) (laughs) but then apparently the performance on the 360 which again I wouldn't have given a shit about at the time um it was quite ropey compared you know what I mean I remember the one with the 360 I just remember like you're talking to someone and then like literally 10-20 seconds later the detail would appear yeah yeah. It'd be like, oh, okay, what the fuck's going on here? That was just early Unreal Engine. You shit. do still get a couple of little bits where it might take half a second to load one of the textures in the background. Oof. But no, yeah, nothing, nothing like I'm halfway through a level and I, and I, I yeah. Oh, there's my armor. Brilliant. <laughs> That's the thing. Have you? I guess Mass Effect One didn't have half of that shit, but apparently all of the Dragon Age armor and all the all the thousands of pieces of DLC they made. Especially for three, like are all there for free and you can use? Um, not from the off, you can't. Because Mass Effect One does it different, doesn't uh-huh. it? Because in that, isn't that the only game really where you spend half your time decrypting weapons lockers and ammo crates and discovering upgrades? Yeah, cause you need yeah all, all that, that stuff. Yeah. And then for two, they did away with finding. Oh look! Oh brilliant! There's an Avenger Nine assault rifle. I'll swap that for my Crossfire Eight or whatever. Yeah. I think it'll be it'll be interesting when you get to it because there was so much DLC, mm. which I think they've packed into mm. it. Uh, you'll see like just how the game changed. Because yeah. I never played the um, actually I never played the what's the final bit of DLC they did for it, which was almost like a what happens when the crew gets together. Oh together yeah, yeah, they all have their little party. Yeah, and get I, drunk. Never did, I never, oh, did, great I never fun. did that. So I'll be look. I'll look forward to to going. I think I only ever played. That was fun. That was fun. 
crack I, I barely did any DLC in it I think I think I did Lair of the Shadow Broker which I've got for 400 Microsoft points or something at the time nice <laughs> that's about it really good times awesome very good um, cool um, anything else Adam um, yeah we'll talk about Village in a second I bought some hardware Hey! Ooh! Mm. Ooh! Switch Pro? You interested? Either of you? Is it actually a bit official? Not yet, but it, everything's pointing to it being official, being made official soon. I, Maybe. I, 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 don't, I don't think I am. Not at the moment. I don't like Nintendo right at this particular second in time. They're, I think they're being lazy, lazy and greedy and stupid again. And Nintendo always do like a here's the 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 new 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 plus plus new new <laughs> version yeah. where one game maybe <laughs> runs better. Mm. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it's just fucking stupid. Just no, because whatever going to happen, they're going to have to still make it run on the Switch, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they did something similar with the was it the 3DS? Um, or they did it with all of them. Yeah, the DSi, oh, glimmy, which yeah. was slightly faster, and all this. Yeah, the 3DS, the new 3DS, the new 2D 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those. Yeah. The new 2DS XL with 3D 2DS 3D. Yes, with the C controller. Yeah. I fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, what did you buy then, Adam? Um, <laughs> I bought an Evercade. And ever, oh, the little, the little retro cartridge-based thing. Yeah. Um, because, uh, I don't really know why, because I like collecting things, <laughs> I think. Um, I Right at Christmas time, I got one of those little... I got like a little uh, Chinese handheld with, with loads of ROMs on it. <clears throat> and um, it's a nice enough bit of kit. But I, just, I think I found the whole thing, all of those games, all of the time, is on a handheld. I found it a bit overwhelming. Mm. Just to have like three thousand games, and I found that is always the yeah, way, isn't it? And I found the unit itself a bit too small. Like the screen's only three and a bit inches or whatever, like that, and it's nicely built and everything. But for anyone with man-sized hands, it's not comfortable to play. The screen's a bit, a bit ropey overall, and the actual the actual games that came preloaded. It's a lot of duplication. I can't be asked to fuck around with it. And so for for some reason, yeah, I, I decided to buy an Evercade because. I don't know why. I like the idea of these random, these random fucking games coming out on little cartridges. They're not, you know, couple every few months or whatever. Quite easy to build a collection up. They're not ridiculous. Well, I suppose you're paying for an emulator, which is, which is bog- mind-boggling to the extreme. But I quite like it. It's. Uh, I'm just holding the unit now. It's um, a much better size. So it, it getting up. Yeah, it's pretty much like Vita size, but probably a little bit more ergonomic. It's nice, nicely enough built. It's got a nice D-pad. Screen's not the best. I'll be ad- admitted to that one. But the cartridges are quite nice. And you get them in a little box. And they've got instruction manuals. And they smell right. And it just feels... It just feels... <laughs> Have you licked one, man? <laughs> no. Hold on. You just licked it? Yeah, I'm licking it now. <laughs> so yeah, no, oh, no, no, they haven't done the Nintendo. It, it just take it just oh, that's a shame. Plastic. But yeah, it's quite. A, it's just a cool little thing. And I've got a. I'm going to start a little collection up of these little uh, little games. They, you know, all the games between, generally sort of eight and 
20 games per cartridge, depending on which ones they are. It's just a nice... Just look at that picture of it now. It, it screams 80s, doesn't oh, yeah, it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean the, the little boot-up sound is magnificently 80s. Uh, it's Get it to booting. make a noise. Is it an ejecting VHS? <laughs> no. But... <laughs> so right. how much are the cartridges? Bear with me. Bear with me. Oh. Oh wow! Well, that's nice. Oh yeah, uh, cartridges are about fifteen quid. Is that Prince of Persia? No, that was just a boot-up sound for the for the console itself. That was the Evercade, like the PlayStation. Wow! That was the Evercade equivalent. Very there's cool. Some good, uh, some decent games on the. I mean, I'm looking. Uh, there's there's quite a big selection. Uh, more yeah, than oh I. God, yeah. There's uh, I, bit bit Matt Brothers collection. Yeah, yeah. What I like about it is there's a few games that I've played on on a fair few cartridges, and there's there's some I've never heard of. So it's quite nice to have that little uh, little mix between stuff you might know and stuff you've got no idea about. And <laughs> I like the Oliver Twins as well, and it's just every Dizzy game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh, Way of the Exploding Fist is on um, one of them. Yeah, wow. I know because they're now bringing out a little home version as well. DD, which. Uh, because the one thing, it's, it's only one player. It's weird, yeah. isn't it? Because they're on cartridge. So I'm sitting there looking at Double Dragon, going, oh, "I'd buy this," but then it's like you could just download yes. it in like a split second and have them all. Yes, but you're right. Something about the cartridge is kind of yeah, cool. There's something about having that little box and a little instruction manual and a cartridge that I'm quite liking. And uh, you know, obviously, you can only play one player on this. Cause it's a very simple machine. But they're doing the little uh, verses like home version that's coming out later this year which uh, opens up all the two player stuff plays all the same cartridges you could put two cartridges in the system at once because why not oh. and uh, yeah they're actually bringing out uh, like a separate little collection not just for that it'll play in the handheld as well of like proper arcade conversions as well because these range between got Atari 2600 Atari 7800 uh, NES Mega Drive, Super NES, and a few other bits and bobs as well. So, yeah, it's 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 nice because each little cartridge is just this random little collection that's not too big to get uh, lost in, but you know, enough just to sit there and just play through them each one for a little while. Uh, I'm guessing battery is quite good. Uh, I think it's about four hours or so. So nothing, you know, about, well, it's about on par with most things that size, really. I mean, you'd think it would last longer, but it's. I mean, if you think it. <sighs> I mean, the actual unit itself doesn't cost much. I mean, if you wanted to go balls deep, you could buy. I think you could buy the machine and the first ten cartridges for about 150 quid. So, the ten cartridges would cost you about 150 quid. So you get the unit for free, even if you bought the. I bought the starter pack with three cartridges, which was I think 80 quid, and it's you know 40 quid's worth of cartridge. So they're not charging much for the unit itself, which is fine. But it's cool. The D-pad's quite nice, quite responsive. I like that. Uh, the buttons are nice and clicky. You know, weird bit of magnification with the letters in the background for some reason, but yeah, it's yeah, it's a smart little thing. I quite like it. I like that. Sounds cool. I like that. Um, it, it, so on one of the uh, cartridges, you've got Double Dragon Two: The Revenge and Double Dragon Three: The Rosetta Stone. Uh, that's on the Technos um, Arcade One, mm. but then you've got. On Technos Collection One, you've got the original Double Dragon, but then you've got Double Dragon Two: The Revenge, uh, and Renegade, and Super Double Dragon. It's like so, 
the splitting up the the double dragons. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, they'll have a bit of duplication. I think when they start having arcade versions, but like especially with the double dragon one, because it's the NES version, which is was a bit different, wasn't it, from every other version? So you'll have the proper version of it, and then the NES version or, or whatever. But yeah, awesome Neo Geo. That's what they yeah. need. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see what else they can get. But I think I think that they're, they're releasing a few more in the next few months because they're, they're releasing like the arcade collection as well. But it generally seems to be sort of two two cartridges every couple of months or whatever, which is you know, that's doable. That's not that's not bad. That's not really asking good. too much of you. Yeah, I like that. Fantastic. Sorry, uh, because right, I was. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at where to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> I think saw him in game window. I think the, just the, the box itself was. There's something like uh, even the box it comes in feels very 80s. It feels very homebrewy, even though it's not. It's just emulators on a cartridge. But it just I don't know. That, yeah, it feels a bit like you know. I think it's English made. So it feels very it feels very bedroom programmery. Feels mm. like it fits right into that era. It looks that way as well because it looks well. It looks a bit like a 2DS, but yeah, it looks 80s, feels 80s, plays 80s, so it's cool. That's not bad. It's 60 quid as well, isn't it? Uh, you can, you can, I don't know if that just gets you the one cartridge. I think. Yeah. Yeah. 79 oh. will get you three. That will get you the Atari Collection One, Namco Collection One, and <gasps> something else which I can't remember. Fantastic. I like it. I like it. Mm, very good. Um, should we finish off then? Because I'm worried about Ditz's tooth. Yeah, worried about his dry sockets. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a bit tingly. It's getting weirdly tingly. Right. Well, well go on. Then. Should we? Should we rattle through Resident Evil Village then? Yes. You got any interest? I, I do want to play this. I do want to play. Okay. There's one for my list. Do you want to start off then, Adam? I don't know. I'm 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 Captain Negative. So <gasps> uh, uh, you're not liking it. Well, I'll go first then, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, we did I'll write. Add, I'll add. I'll add my uh, my two pennies into it. your description. Will be better than mine. Mine will talk about. See, I've heard it's just silly, and I'm kind of up for silly. Mm. Okay. But we'll go. So, go, go on. so yeah, I mean, it, it picks up um, shortly after Resident Evil Seven. Which did you play that? I didn't finish it, but I did play okay. it. Okay, so picks up in terms of the story. I mean, you got the general gist, you know, obviously, um, Ethan... I got out of the house and all that Yeah, stuff. so, right. I, well, the house is the best part of Resident Evil 7, but then I think Adam and I will agree that, you know, our opinion on that game is coloured a little bit because we played it in VR, which just transformed the game completely. I think if I'd have played it as... Game of the year. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. absolutely. If, if I'd have played it as a standard, you know, uh, you know, first-person game... It, it would have still been good and enjoyable, but it wouldn't have had the attraction that it did. Obviously, playing it in VR and you know, sort of like the terror and, and all that kind of stuff. But you know, when you get out the house and you get to the next location in that in seven, it does become more of an actiony type game. You know, that you feel like it's more of a they're ramping up the the shooting a little bit more. Um, so it follows on. Um, you've found your wife now you've got a child and some shit happens uh which i don't want to say too much you, you know it's all in the trailer i think anyway but you know shit happens um you end up having to find your daughter who is a little baby and she's been taken away to this village you know which is is uh you know the sort of central hub of of four strongholds which can contain weird and wonderful characters as resident evil games do um you know who manage and look after these big booby ladies yeah which (laughs) 
it's, it's uh, you know, and I, I, re- I read the uh, Metro review, and and I think they got a fair comment on this. And I think you mentioned this as well in in what you wrote about it is that they played heavily on her being one of the if not the central characters where effectively she is you know only in one of these smaller sections that you end up exploring and you know it it did you know i don't know i don't know why why i mean obviously it just you know the, the, People just seem to sort of gravitate towards this this character. The internet just saw a big lady, yeah. and I don't think Capcom had any idea what was about to happen. No. Yeah, I think Capcom must have sat there about a week before release, thinking, "Shit, shit, <laughs> everyone yeah. really wants uh, wants part of this big lady, and uh, she's not in it very long." Yeah. So, you know, you, there's weird, weird and wonderful characters, you know, sort of like the antagonists in the game. And they all they're all controlled by Mother Miranda, who's like the main boss again, uh, you know, who, who sort of like oversees all this kind of stuff and whatever. And um, some of the characters are more interesting than others. Um, and there's again, it, it has a lot of similarities to four in as much as that, you, you know, you're wandering around this this place, all hell's breaking loose, you know, and you, you're kind of trying to pick pick up the pieces of, of everything that's happening. You know, there's a there's a, um, a merchant that you speak to who's called the Duke. Uh, it, the big fat guy. Big fat dude, yeah. He gives you little bits of information. Plus, you know, you can buy stuff off him. You can upgrade your weapons. And he even references uh, the merchant in 4. Uh, you know, what are you buying? Kind of thing. And he says, oh, I, I knew somebody who used to say that. And and so it's it's there's little nods and winks, I think, to 4. And, um, you know, the village itself, like when you get there, and like I said, the first hour for me felt a little bit scripted. You know, you, you kind of just really just pushing forward to a certain degree. Um, there's various set pieces happening and and things and you know you you don't feel like you are fully in control of everything that's going on it's just kind of like you know it's a bit more story a bit more exposition and then when you do finally get uh you know the, the ability to walk around a little bit and again it's similar to what i was saying about um one of the uh, other games I was talking about, you know, in as much as that there's certain areas that are locked off, you know, you have to find something to get there and then you end up coming back to it and it's changed a little bit and, you know, then you end up coming back to it again and it's changed a little bit. So you end up, you do return to this hub area like four times once you've then branched off and you've, um, you know, you've beaten the boss that looks after that particular stronghold. And um, so my initial impressions of it were... I really wish this was in VR. That was I kept, I kept sort of saying that to myself for an hour. Like, you know, it's just like, oh, I'm enjoying this, but oh, fuck me, that would be amazing if it was in VR. You know, it's like, oh. But once I'd gotten over that, I started to go with it, and I just kind of thought, I got, okay. So it is it's very cheesy it's very daft um it's it's essentially a first person shooter but a bit slower more slower paced it's not call of duty but it's it's very sort of it's a bit more slower paced but essentially it boils down to like it is a first person shooter um with a few puzzle elements in it um it's it's i suppose if you want to compare it to i suppose a similar fps but not in tone um it's a bit like bioshock you know obviously that's got first person shooter elements but it's not really a shooter it's more about the story and everything i suppose and you got to go back on yourself as well haven't you, yeah I suppose. so but in terms of the you know the game itself very fun for me enjoyable um 
not scary at all, aside from one level um, where, again, that would have been a proper soil your pants kind of moment if it would have been in VR. But it was scary enough without it. But then that's the only real section in in what was, for me, a 10-hour game to complete from start to finish. Um, You know, you're looking at maybe an hour hour and a half of the game being being scary. That seems short for a resi game. I'm not sure. It, um, It is quite short, I think. Yeah, I mean, you, it's got mercenaries which I haven't played. You can obviously go back and replay it if you want to, because there's, you know, you get you get coins that you can, you can upgrade your weapons. It, it's got a new game plus and and whatever. To me, looking back at it, I mean, it's I think it felt like a bit of a blockbuster movie. Like you go to the cinema, you watch it, you enjoy it at the time, and then you come out of it after, you know, and, and a week later or a month later or whatever, you can't remember a fucking thing about it. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it feels a little bit like that. There's nothing particularly memorable. Um, again, looking back, I've had a bit of time now to, for it to sort of digest and, and uh, you know, some of the later levels feel a bit rushed, a little bit... Um, action heavy like it does properly throw you into the action towards the end you know the last hour just it does it's almost like it runs out of ideas and it just turns into a bit of an action game how many times can he cut his hands off (laughs) there's yeah there's that as well which again i thought was really odd i mean i didn't get any of that i mean maybe because i'm missing something from seven which it's been obviously three years or nearly four years since i've played seven he just has his arms cut off doesn't he all the time how, how does he regenerate like he just splashes a bit of uh, no, lotion no, that, on his... that is explained. I can't remember. Well, I can't <laughs> tell you because thing. it's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> okay, so it's it's kind of like you know I enjoyed it. It's got some um, uh, based on what you were saying earlier on. It's got some trigger stuff on the PlayStation. Uh, nothing major, but again, if you pick up a you know you you arm a different weapon, it will feel different. So like if you fire a pistol, it'll have a sort of slightly looser feel to it as opposed to if you've got a shotgun and you fire that, it will you know the triggers will feel different. Um, overall, enjoyable, not memorable. Didn't, definitely wouldn't feel uh, it, it. wouldn't fit into a top ten Resident Evil game for me. You know what I mean? It does. It's it's. Uh, but you know. Fun enough. Is Chris a big part of it? Because I do love my resis. Like obviously. a part of it, but he's not a massive part. No. Because right. obviously Ethan Winters is, he was just, who the fuck is yeah. he? I've got no idea. Yeah. Like He's just a random guy. And it's always been Leon, Jill, yeah. you know what I mean? Don't, yeah. don't worry, he's still, he'll still yeah. be a random guy for you. <laughs> fair enough, yeah. fair enough. See, I, I really like the first hour of it. When I thought they were going, I thought they were going balls to the wall madness after that first hour. Uh, and then it just kind of tailed off for me. Um, yeah, we, we've, we've still all seen the big tall lady's house, which is, you know, that that's perfectly good as a section in the game. Um, and then you've got three more areas, really, with three more lords. The best one is the shortest one, which is underutilised. Another one isn't particularly interesting and then the final section I just didn't like really which I was a bit it's to me this ends up being such it's such a poor version of what Resident Evil 4 is still in my head which I understand is probably not what it's like in real life but it's just lacking atmosphere you know it doesn't have to be horrific because like you know 7 went more with um almost went like a torture porny route in places and a real brutal violence to it. This hasn't got any of that and it starts off a bit camp and then you see 
the main character. Like, who the what the fuck? Can't wait. This is going to be bonkers. And then it just isn't. It just doesn't. Hmm. Never fulfills its promise. And I, I was the more I think about it afterwards, you know, the more it, it, the more I'm getting annoyed by it because it was enjoyable, but you know, ish. But yeah, it's for such a short game for it to lose its way. That that's worrying for me, and I think I said it. It really does feel like they had four ideas for where they could take Resident Evil next. They couldn't expand on any of them enough, so they put those four in one game, and then they thought of a random plot to tie it into one location. And it doesn't feel like a full game to me. Doesn't doesn't feel like a good Resident Evil now. Boo. And there was. It's not like it was rushed. Like it's a next gen exclusive no, or no. anything, is it? Either. It's a weird yeah, one. It's pretty. It's pretty I, I played the the time the time yeah. demos, and I quite enjoyed that. Like when you get into the house and there's all the like the normal people and they start freaking out and the guy turns into like yeah. a werewolf or something, and then he jumps out of a window. It gets a bit yeah. weird and he's like, "Oh no! Why does this <laughs> yeah. always happen to oh, me?" Oh, the voice the voice acting <laughs> is brilliant in places because it's awful. But that, that that's the thing. That was that's yeah. great. Those ca- other characters, I thought, all oh, village characters, all right, they're all dead. Who else are we going to meet along the way? And the answer is basically no one. Uh, like, that's mm. a shame. There's all you know, Resident Games. There's always an Ada Wong or someone who'll come into the background and do something. Here, Chris sort of appears at the start of the game, very briefly, middle, and pops up again, making not much sense at the end. I mean, the. the so I thought Chris was going to turn into a werewolf or yeah, something. Yeah, I it, yeah, it looks like it, doesn't it, from the posters? <laughs> but it's it's yeah, the the whole the plot of I mean, it's Resident Evil. It doesn't have to make sense. But the, the every decision made in the plot of this game is is just stu- it's stupid. It's not cheesy. It's just stupid, and I don't. Do you think they're going to just DLC the shit out of it? Um, wouldn't surprise me, but I think. Because they did two or three with seven. Yeah, I never they? played them actually. I, don't know what, I have no idea what they were like. Oh, but my worry is, is that we're we're doing a Resident Evil four, five, and six again. So this is you mm. know this is to seven, what five was to four, which means we're in for a Resident Evil six part two next time. Oh God! Because they're doing four VR, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, which is fine. Go. But I don't know if you need it. But is that an exclusive to Oculus? I think or something? it is. Yeah. I think it is. But I'm yeah. worried they're just going to go all out action. They'll they'll make it too long next time, make it way too actiony, and then we'll we'll be in for another weird reboot where it'll be a platformer or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, uh, overall, I quite enjoyed it, but then I I didn't sort of you know, I just went along with it. I didn't question a lot of the plot well, devices. I think overall, I enjoyed playing it, but it doesn't mean I enjoyed it as a Resident Evil game. Yeah, it's worth mental. Enough. I think I could see it for twenty three quid on PC. Okay, I'm like, it's worth it for that. Yeah, I'm yeah. Guessing. Yeah. Oh yeah, the... but it's mad, isn't it? And you're like seventy quid for a return, or so. What? This is this is all a bit mental at the moment. Mm. It's new generation, isn't yeah. it? There you go. Right. So before I think Dits bleeds to death, shall we? Um... <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Shall we call? <laughs> shall we call it a day? Yay! Um, Got it. Uh, right, we'll be back with some shout-outs. Bye bye. Doctor Hakim, they have to stay together. Got to work overtime. You can't just give up. I wish you could be friends again. 
of your broken relationship. And if, you if you want to go home, you need to find what you lost. Is that our old vacuum cleaner? This would never have happened if you hadn't broken it. You promised to fix me! Now you will both die! What happened to my greenhouse? Terrible! That is what happens when you abandon your passion. It gets you fancy. You don't love me now. You will never love me again. I can't still. Wait a minute. You used my chessboard to build your toy castle. Yeah, so what? You never use it anymore? Because I don't have the time. But now you can control time. Oh no! What's the matter with us? All I know is that Rose sat down there with her dolls, and then you two came alive. Let's keep on going! We got a relationship to fix! What if we freeze to death first? Use your magnet powers and the attraction will warm you up, baby. Uh-huh, yeah, you feel that? Oh my, kisses, you like? What is wrong with that guy? And there you go. Right, so, shout-outs. Any, or E3 predictions. But I mean, people who would have watched E3 before this comes out, I'd imagine anything... Would you like anything to happen? I mean, we've already been told what's not happening. So, like, God of War's not coming out this year. Um, you know, and... Uh, people are losing their shit that games are still coming out on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The, Horizon... The, oh, dear. Yeah. Sony aren't, gonna, aren't willing to abandon, like, 80 million user base. I mean, what a fucking yeah. idiots! <laughs> oh no! Uh, my prediction: at E3, uh, Microsoft will use world premiere too much. Um, world premiere. Nintendo will have another fourteen Smash Brothers characters. Uh, they'll also have someone to come on again to tell us what we're not going to see on Breath of the Wild Two. Uh, Sony won't turn up. Uh, Microsoft will have something to do with Gears, Forza, maybe Halo. And I don't know. I have no idea, to be honest. Mm. I think well, ba- Battlefield Six is doing yeah. Battlefield Six is doing the rounds. Going to be Game Pass, apparently. Yeah. I'd like to see Fable. Yeah. Love to see Fable. If that happened, it'd be, it'd be good to see. Apparently, there's rumours of a Final Fantasy-style Souls game, okay. which could be crazy. Um, yeah, I want. I want to see Sony do like a. Uh, here's our Game Pass. Yeah. You see what cool. I mean? Roll the play, uh, PS Now into whatever. Um, Nintendo just fucking yeah. He's just say just do, just fuck off. <laughs> just give us Zelda. They'll, they'll go, away. Bayonetta three still coming. 
uh, Metroid Prime 4 or whatever, that's still coming. Uh, 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 Zelda 2, uh, yeah, that's still coming. Uh, here's a Smash Brothers character uh, where you play as a tennis ball or something. Hey, that works. <laughs> Are you going to watch all the coverage? It starts on Saturday, does it? I don't I think. Know. I think this is the first time I've, I haven't looked yet when any of it is, but this could be the first year I don't wake up at two in the morning to watch a conference. There's no like stage show though, is no, there? It's, no, it's all online, isn't it? It's all pre-recorded yeah. shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I'll watch. I'll, watch I'll it. miss that. It was it was going away anyway because it, I missed the live shows, mm. but that was before COVID anyway. It all went to shit. Yeah. Some twat on the stage doing wibbly wobbly arms, saying you know and everything breaking. That was that's E3. Yeah. yeah, I mean I've not a pre-recorded video from three months ago. Yeah. What was that one? Was it oh was it one million troops or something? Uh, who was that? Yeah, uh, Mr. Oh God, it was a it was a Konami game, wasn't it? Ninety Nine Nights. Was it? It's, and it was just, I've gone back and watched some of those because they're just hilarious. You know what I mean? Brilliant, just... Mr. Caffeine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever see what the bottom of a Connect character's shoe looks like? And all that oh thing. God, the Star Wars Connect game. Fuck me. Yeah. It's just fake timing that they've got the screen on, and there's little kids playing a Disney game. Remember that one? Oh yeah. Fucking Milo. Oh, oh God. Fucking fuck Milo. Milo. <laughs> Fucking hell. The last time we ever saw Peter Molyneux. <laughs> he is Milo now. He's inside well, Disney. Create, created a paedophile simulator. <laughs> and then he came out with that, that box thing where he managed to get people just to touch a box until someone got someone yes. got a gift of saying, you could be in a main character in a game, which he never was. Oh, fuck me. Peter Molyneux, where are you? He's out lying to someone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't the dog, the dog being your, you know, what can do all sorts in Fable 2 and whatever. God. Fuck. Bury this acorn. Oh, dear. Anyway, shout-outs. Have you got guys got any shout-outs? No. Fair enough. <laughs> Adam? <laughs> uh, not really. Uh, yourself, Dits, Benjamin, if he's at home, or if he's still... Driving or whatever. Hello, Ben. Yes, hopefully Ben will join Hello, us ben. next time. And uh, but he's got a lot going on at the moment, hasn't he? So anyway, um, well, we haven't got any. I haven't got any shout outs anyway. But uh, so thank you very much for listening. Uh, go to 60mw.co.uk for all of the uh, website shit and and all that kind of good stuff. Um, all the news, reviews, other podcasts that we do. Um, currently, well, we re- uh, we release, uh, I think there's two podcasts a week, usually a Monday and a Thursday. So, um, you know, there's plenty to keep you going. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be back to normal life at some point in the near future. You know, things getting back to normal. Be nice. Uh, I don't want it. It's too many people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all fuck off. <laughs> Fair enough. All right then. Right. Well, thank you very much. Oh, sorry. Where can we find people? I'm at Dastardly Jabby on Twitter. Adam. I um. I'm. 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 I'm at 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 ape mutterings. Uh, Ditsy. Mm. I'm at Dits Havoc. And uh, at sixty MW Podcast on Twitter. Uh, so there you are. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.